Okay, so have we got a show for you guys today? We're taking a look at this question. Why don't more people speak the truth? Now, of course, the truth means different things to different people. But most of us, in our minds, we think there is this particular topic or this particular thing to do with how the world works. And we feel like we've got some idea of how it works. And some of us talk about it on blogs or on YouTube channels or in podcasts or in Discord channels or whatever. And then of that group, there are some who they go on camera and they say, listen, world, this news story, I don't believe it. And here's why. And what I want to know is, why don't more people do it? Now, I want to make this clear. I think it's smart not to do that. I think it's smart to keep a lot of your thoughts to yourself. Because when you do start speaking about media fakery, science fakery, these kinds of things, it can come with a bunch of negative consequences. So I think those of you who lead relatively normal lives, you go to a normal job, have a normal family, have normal friends, whatever, and you keep all this truth stuff just for online, you know, on discords or whatever, and you remain relatively anonymous, I think that's a smart thing to do. So this is not me trying to judge or cast aspersions on people who don't go on camera and say that the uh, P-A-N-D-E-M-I-C was an H-O-A-X. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with you guys keeping that to yourselves and not telling the world. I think it's a smart thing to do. What I want to know is why don't more people do it though? It's so easy. You can start a YouTube channel, start a website. Very easy. Start a podcast, very easy. So why don't more people do it? Because a lot of you do know, a lot of people do know that what we're told about 9-11, for instance, is baloney. Or the moon landings, baloney. Or the uh, the so-called P-A-N-D-E-M-I-C, baloney. And those are just three topics off the top of my head. I'm sure you can think of many more. Is there a reason why more people don't talk about it? And then, with that being the case, we're going to take a look at this question. How much would they have to pay you to make it worth it? Okay, now this is something I posted on the JLB, not the JLB, on the Conspiracy No Poll subreddit. Let's uh, zoom in here. What is it, Control Plus? Yes, there we go. Control Plus. You should be able to see that on your screen. For those of you who are listening, I'll read this out. For those of you who are listening to this as an MP3, I will read everything out. You will not miss out on anything. But for those of you who are watching this as a live stream or on delay in the archives, you can see on your screen right there, this is the Conspiracy No Poll subreddit. As you know, it has a little over 60,000 subscribers and a few hundred regular users. Reddit is one of those social media platforms where the headline figure, in this case, the number of subscribers, doesn't necessarily reflect the actual user base. So this has about 60,000 subscribers, but at any given time, you'll have between 10 or 20, 30 people online Maybe sometimes a hundred or more. That'll be how many is online. And then in terms of people who leave comments regularly, you're looking at a few hundred. Maybe if you include the lurkers, maybe in the high hundreds of regular users, which is still, I think, a terrific thing. And on this subreddit, you can discuss just about anything except for the blue versus red nonsense, because that is a waste of time. Now, this particular Conspiracy No Poll subreddit thread, I posted this five days ago, and I wrote in the headline, how much would they have to pay you to make it worth it? And then I ask this. Let's zoom in for those of you at home. This is what I wrote. Suppose somebody with deep pockets came along and told you that they would pay you to be honest. They would pay you to make a YouTube channel and do regular podcasts telling the world what you really think. You would have to go on camera with your real voice and share your honest thoughts about how the world really works. 
If you are a regular on this subreddit, this would mean sharing your conspiracy theories and related alternative ideas. So the question is fairly straightforward. Suppose someone who, and this is a hypothetical question, somebody who had the money to do it and you trust that they'll keep paying you every week or fortnight or month, whatever the, uh, the payment period is, you trust that they have the money they'll pay you. They want you to give them a figure. How much would it be worth to you? Okay, if you decided you're going to spend, say, 20, 30, 40 hours a week, something like this, either researching ideas or so-called th- conspiracy theories, and then publishing material, be it live streams, podcasts, articles, whatever, this is going to be your new primary concern. How much would... And you have to go on camera. You can't just anonymously behind a username on a Discord or a subreddit, but actually go on camera with your real voice and say, guys, here's what I think. And of course, if you're watching this stream or if you're on that subreddit, chances are you don't believe in the moon landings. You don't believe in the P-A-N-D-E-M-I-C, which from now on I'll just call the P-A-N. Chances are you don't believe in so many things that we're told about the world. So how much would it cost? How much would they have to pay you to make it worth your time to go on camera and tell the world that this moon landing is in fact a hoax and no Indians died, no Indians got hurt by some bullshit trip to the moon, for instance. Now you might be wondering, JLB, why would you ask such a question? Why are you asking this? Well, it's a hypothetical, obviously. And the purpose with these hypotheticals isn't because I think this is actually going to happen and somebody's going to offer you money to go and speak the truth. The idea of these hypotheticals is to think through the abstract idea, the hypothetical situation, because sometimes it can reveal to us what we really think about the broader topics at hand. So in this case, there's a lot of people out there who are like, I wouldn't have to, they wouldn't have to pay me money. I speak the truth for free. And I'm like, cool, where's your YouTube channel? Oh, no, I don't have one. Okay, well, why not? I want to know the reason why. I'm sure it's a good reason. I want to know the reason why. That's what we're trying to get at here. And the reason we're trying to get at that is because prior to me posting this on the Conspiracy Night Pulse, I read this question. It started to dawn on me that there are not very many people, even in this scene, suppose the broader alternative conspiracy truth scene, suppose there's thousands of people here, for argument's sake. I know some of you think there's millions, which is just ridiculous. Let's just say there are thousands of people who know about the moon landing hoax and who know about the possibility that dinosaurs are a hoax and that nuclear bombs are a hoax, right? Just go through the list. Suppose in this group, there's thousands of people. How come there's only a very small number who go on camera and say to the camera, this event is in fact a hoax, nobody died, nobody got hurt? I think there are good reasons, actually. Very good reasons. And we'll talk about those. Because this thread got over 100 replies. So we'll talk about that today. We'll go through a few of my favorite clips I like to play. And I'll be reading out your live stream comments. Those of you who are watching live, I'll read your comments as we go through the show. And I should keep this to about an hour today, I think. So I need to grab myself a little drink of water. While I do that, why don't we watch some more of my boy, the Harley guy? This is an eyewitness who was on the scene on September 11, 2001. He saw the entire thing from beginning to end. This is within hours of the towers going down that day. And of course, 3,000 people died that day. My heart goes out to the families. This guy was there on the ground. Within hours, he seems to have known exactly what's happened. Let's take a look at this. 
Uh, we want to bring in Mark Walsh, who's a, a, a freelancer for Fox. You live just a few blocks away and witnessed. Dude, I was, I was, I live on the 43rd floor of a building, which is five blocks from the World Trade Center itself. I witnessed the entire thing from beginning to end. People talk about how it looked like a movie. I know when I came walking down here early this morning and saw both towers on fire and people on every street corner, it was, it was, it was like a movie. But you watched the planes hit the towers. I was watching with my roommate. It was approximately several minutes after the first plane had hit. I saw this plane come out of nowhere and just ream right into the side of the Twin Tower, exploding through the other side. And then I witnessed both towers collapse, one first and then the second, mostly due to structural failure because the fire was just too intense. Mostly due to structural failure because the fire was just too intense. What gets me through how the guy is, I'm surprised he didn't tell us that there were 19 hijackers, mostly from Saudi Arabia. They used box cutters to take over the planes and they did the attack because they hated America for their freedoms. He seems to know everything else. Why well, didn't he know about those things? Those are the only things that he sort of left out of his story. But he saw the entire thing from beginning to end, and he knows the towers came down, mostly due to structural failure, because the fires were just too intense. Goodness gracious me. Now, you can put me on camera, and I will say to the camera, this guy, the fact that he was able to say all that within hours, is very suspicious. And then stepping back from that, this idea that 19 dudes with box cutters, hijacked planes and flew into buildings because they hate America for their freedoms. That's ridiculous. I don't believe it. It's, nonsense. it's complete nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Now, most of you who are watching this or listening to this, you know that too. But you will not go on camera on YouTube and say that to the world. And you know what? I think you're smart for doing that. I think what I'm doing is very crazy. I'm leading a very strange lifestyle. Speaking of which, I'm coming to you live from beautiful Pol Plovdiv, I should say, Plovdiv, Bulgaria on the 13th of September, 2023. So two days and 22 years after that fateful event. And so I wanna make this clear one more time. Me asking these questions is not me trying to say that you should do what I'm doing or that you should go on camera and tell the world. I'm, that's not the case at all. In fact, like I said a moment ago, I think what I'm doing is pretty crazy because there's really, uh, there's a lot of pros and a lot of cons to doing what I'm doing. And sometimes the pros don't really seem to outweigh the cons. So what I'm asking is, if somebody was to throw some money your way, how much would they have to throw your way so that the pros would now outweigh the cons? Of course, the cons could include that you might potentially jeopardize your employability. Okay, who wants to hire some guy, especially in a corporate environment or some uh, government you know, public service role, where that guy has said on camera that he thinks that there were no plans on 9-11. Or he doesn't believe certain stories about World War II. Or whatever. He thinks the PAN was a complete HOAX. That person, if human, what do they call them, uh, human resources, HR people, somehow found that when Googling your name before offering you a, an interview or a job, might cost your employability. Or maybe you've got a nice career. You've worked 10, 15, 20 years in this career. Would you want to risk that one day you get a memo from HR saying, you need to come to the office, we need to talk about something. You get in there. There's the HR lady, there's your boss, and there's a couple of security people, and they're saying, hey, we just found this footage of you online saying that you don't believe the uh, official story of World War II. Uh, what do you have to say for yourself? Is this really you? Yeah, it's me. Okay, well, uh, do you see Bradley and Daryl here? They're going to escort you to your desk, and you'll have to clean that out, and they will then escort you to uh, the front of the building. Uh, that's all we have to say today. You know, Who wants to take that risk? Now, would that really happen? We don't know. But even if it's a 1% chance, is it worth taking that chance? For what? Just to tell the world 
something that they've already heard from me and from countless other people already that 9-11 or World War II or whatever we're being lied to about it really what's the benefit from doing that well there could be some benefit if somebody offered you some money so I'm asking you hypothetically if somebody with deep pockets who you knew to be legitimate said to you listen bro I like your theories I want you to tell the world I want you to create a YouTube channel or a uh, Odyssey channel or a BitChute channel whatever and I want you to go on camera and tell the world and then next time there's a major so-called shooting or bombing whatever if you're awake at the time I want you to do a live stream and explain why you don't believe that story if you think it's fake I want you to tell people why yeah how much would they have to pay you to make it worth it how much I want your answers right now in the live stream chat let's go and check those out right now got about 20 people watching not bad considering there was no notice for this particular live stream okay we've got a guy called God I am says they wouldn't have to pay me to be honest I'm honest all day okay let's go and check out your YouTube channel shall we let's have a look here go to channel what has this person got on their channel it says this person doesn't have any content okay so God I am if you're speaking if you're already being honest and speaking the truth which is cool I believe you why don't you do that on your YouTube channel? You've got a YouTube channel, I can see it. Why don't you record a video of you speaking the truth and uploading it? And again, these questions are not meant to be interrogative. They're not meant to be in any way condescending. These are serious questions. Why don't you tell the world what you believe? Why not? I'm sure you have good reasons. I want those reasons. And I'm guessing they probably are good reasons. I want to hear them. Going back to the answers... Enshrouded Cloud says, I try to replace that time instead with creative works. I don't know if that's too selfish. How much time does it take to record a video, say a 10-minute video, just going through a list of the different things you don't believe? Okay, perhaps you don't believe in dinosaurs anymore or nuclear bombs or so-called viruses, right? How much time does it take to set up a YouTube channel and then record a 10-minute video Sorry for the background noise, by the way. I've got my door open. It's a beautiful autumn day out there. I think it's about 20 degrees out there. So I've got my door to the balcony open. So you will hear some background noise. I apologize for that. But yeah, so what, how long would it take to do that? Just upload a video of you saying, I don't believe in dinosaurs and here's why. Or I don't believe in viruses anymore. Here's why. Or I used to believe in nuclear bombs, but then I saw this video of somebody questioning it. So then I went and questioned it. And here's what I discovered. And here's why I no longer believe in nuclear bombs, etc. How much time would this really take? I don't think it'd take much time. So I, this idea that people don't have time to do it, I don't accept that. They might not have time to do it as much as I do it. Fair enough. I've got a lot of time on my hands compared to most people. But just about anybody has the time to make a video or do a podcast or start a website and, and just put a basic thing there. It doesn't take long. So I don't think time's a good answer. There are some good answers, but I don't think time's one of them. Just personally. Just my opinion. Andy Baxter says, kite hit steel plane must. I like it. Kite hit steel plane must. This should come up with a video. Where is it? Okay, let's try YouTube then. There's a video of Bush before he got the news about the uh, Twin Towers. And it's, it's this bizarre video. I'm sure you guys have seen it before. Whoops, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want the fans to see this. Let's go to my little Twitter page. And then go... Just because I'm not using that page on this uh, web browser. And then we'll type this in, guys. This is from the day of 9-11, supposedly. And 
Some people would try and tell you this is a, um, what you're about to hear is a ritual. What do you call it when you, a mantra, like a mantra ritual? There's a word for it though, I forget the word, but it's kind of like, this is whoever's behind it, getting the kids to say the words over and over to help it manifest, something like that. That's not my own take. But whatever's going on here is very bizarre. Putting aside the 9-11 stuff, why are they teaching kids to read this way? This is ridiculous. This is, this is pre-Common Core. This is 22 years ago. I mean, when did Common Core become a thing? Maybe Common Core was a thing back then. I don't know, but this is still 20 years ago. And this is how you're teaching kids to read. It's ridiculous. Take a listen to this. So if you're watching the live stream, take a look at this. Get ready to so this is George Bush. He's sitting there in a classroom somewhere. And the kids are, I don't know, six, seven, eight, ten. I can't really tell. And they're supposedly being taught how to read. Take a listen to this. All these words on this page without making a mistake. Look at the letter at the end and remember the sound it makes. Get ready. Kite. Yes, kite. Get ready to read this word the fast way. Get ready. Kid. Yes, kid. Sound it out. Get ready. Kid. Sound it out. Get ready. Kid. What word? Kid. Yes, kid. Boys and girls, sound this word out. Get ready. What words? Steel. Yes, steel. Read these words the fast way. She's like a drill sergeant or something. Like, yes, drill sergeant. Okay, read out this word. H I H. Hit. That's right. Hit. 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 It's very strange. Ready. Playing. Play. Yes, playing. Playing. Yes. Left. Right. One. Two. Ready. Must. Yes. Must. Yes, drill sergeant. Let's read these words the fast way without making a mistake. Get ready. Kite. Yes, kite. Get ready. Hit. Yes. So now the point of this video, some people, so if you, the words that they go through are kite, hit, steel, plane, and must, apparently. Although I think some people will dispute one of those words. It's hard to tell. But basically, if you go with this kite, hit, steel, plane, must, okay, a kite, what does that do? It's, it's in the air, isn't it? Hit, steel, plane, must. Must hit steel. Plane must hit steel. Very strange stuff. And this was on the day of 9-11, supposedly. Very bizarre. So who was the one who posted that in the live stream chat? I appreciate it. Let's go and take a look here. Who was it? That was Andy Baxter. Andy Baxter, thank you for the comment. Les Go says, hey, wake up people from their blissful sleep. Well, this, this is a question. Is it even the right thing? To, let's just pretend you could wake people up. Let's just say that you could, right? You were so advanced in your ability to communicate ideas to people that you could somehow communicate to someone that their entire worldview of the government and the mainstream media being their friend is wrong when it comes to 9-11 or something like that, right? Which you can't do that. People say they can. No, you can't. But let's just pretend you could. Would you want to wake people up? Would you want to? Why? Why would you want to do that? Why? Now, one of the, the first answers that might come to mind is, oh, because we're going to start a revolution and change things. And if someone actually believes that, I'm like, man, either you're very new here or you're a very simple person. Those are the only explanations. If you've been involved in this scene for more than a couple of years and you still think there's ever going to be a revolution, then you're just not picking up fast enough how the world really works. And there's not, hey, listen, maybe you're just a, a normie who went through the wrong rabbit holes and ended up in the wrong place or the right place depending on your perspective that's okay yes let's go then corrects themselves and says sorry meant to say why wake people up exactly why would you want to do that auditing estonia hey can you guys hear that it's fireworks 
Is today like it must be like a special national holiday here today? Because I heard of fireworks earlier this evening as well. There's always fireworks in this. There's like public holidays every couple of weeks. Oh, that's that's an exaggeration. It feels like every couple of weeks there's a new public holiday or a new special uh, national day, and there are fireworks. And of course, being up six floors with this beautiful balcony, I can usually see them and I always see them. I wonder what today's celebration is. Anyhow, what was I saying? Oh yes, auditing Estonia says. I was fired for my content on my YouTube channel, and I didn't even talk about beliefs. Really, that is very strange. So, a username, Auditing Estonia, and I must confess I'm not familiar with that username. Most people who come to these live stream chats, I'm familiar with their usernames. I've been doing this for nine years now. Some of these people have been here in my live stream chat for five, six, seven years. But Auditing Estonia, that's a new one to me. Of course, Estonia, this strange little country at the top of the, uh, what are they called, the Baltics? You've got Estonia, and this is all next to Russia, not far from St. Petersburg, actually. And then just below Estonia, you've got Latvia and Lithuania. I've actually been to Estonia. I went to Tallinn last summer for a week or two. It was epic, in the summertime. I would not want to go there in the winter. In fact, I don't think I'd want to go there in the summer or the, in, the, in the spring or the autumn, I should say. Only in the middle of the summer would it be worth it. And of course, at that time of year, it's daytime pretty much all day. In fact, on the solstice, you get basically a couple of hours of dusk. And that's it. The rest of the time is uh, daytime. It's very trippy. Have you seen that movie Insomnia? Is it called Insomnia? The one with the uh, the West, the Hollywood remake has uh, the comedian uh, Robin Williams. Yeah. Ever seen that one? Well, in that film, anyway, this guy is there's a guy who's uh, investigating a, a murder or something, and he goes to somewhere in I think in Alaska in the Western remake. I'm not sure where the original European version was based. But anyway, like when there's no um, real nighttime. And sort of the sun's up all the time. It makes it harder to sleep, doesn't it? And, and, and why would you want to sleep? You've got more energy. You want to be outside and whatever. Very bizarre, though. Yeah. Wonderful experience. Anyway, so the point is Estonia. Auditing Estonia. Let me know in the live stream. Chad, how'd you find this channel? It's strange that we get Estonians here. There is one member of JohnTheBond.com, Hando from Estonia. He's, uh, he's quite a character. For those of you who don't know, he's infamous in Estonia. He runs a website called Telegram.ee. Not related to the Telegram app on many of your uh, mobile devices. This is a different thing. It's called Telegram. And he ran for parliament in Estonia a few years ago. And as part of his platform, he was saying that 9-11 was an inside job. Vaccines damaged children. And what was his other thing? Oh, yeah, Flat Earth. That was his platform. As you can imagine, that wasn't his whole platform. But that was, those, those are things that he does uh, believe. And he says it openly on camera. This guy puts his money where his mouth is and he has the kahunas to say this in front of everybody on camera, even run for parliament. As you can imagine, he didn't quite get enough votes to make it into parliament, which might not come as a surprise to you. So there's one member from Estonia on the website. And then actually a new member joined a month or two ago. And he, I don't know if he's from Estonia, but I'm guessing that he is because he said that he found my website through Telegram. And then in the past, we also had a couple of other Estonians who I think also found my site through Telegram. So we have had some Estonians before. Strange little country, 1.3 million people officially. Hopefully I can go back there next summer. I might go back there next summer. Anyway, so let me know, Auditing Estonia, how you found this website. So Wardman Chris has answered the question. See, I appreciate people who can hear a question and answer it directly. There's something special about that. Once you develop this ability to listen to people and sort out the wheat from the chaff and just listen to them, it's amazing how few people can be given a question and then just answer it. 
right? It's, it's actually quite remarkable. Wardman Chris here can actually answer the question. And he says, <coughs> pardon me, he says to, to do this, to go on camera, tell the world what he really thinks, that's the hypothetical that we're exploring here, he says he would need to be paid $120,000 per year tax-free. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Now, Waterman Chris is based in Florida. I don't know the average salary in Florida. In fact, let's look it up, folks. Let's, I'm guessing it's about 60,000 US. I could be way off. Average salary in Florida. Um, hmm, let's have a look here. Let's take a look. Average salary in Florida. This comes to us from talent.com. It's taking a while to load here, folks. Just bear with me. Just want to know, just want a rough ballpark figure. What is the average? Yeah, it says $55,000 annual. That is the median income in Florida. And that's before tax. So I guess Waterman Chris is basically saying he wants two to three times the average salary in his state. If you, if someone came along and said, Waterman Chris, we like the cut of your jib. You talk, you, you know about the moon landing hoax, the dinosaur hoax, etc. We want you to go on camera, tell the world that you really believe this. And uh, for whatever reason, how much money do you want us to pay you to make it worth your while? Because, of course, doing this will come with some potential drawbacks. It might harm your employability. It might lead to people sending you nasty emails or sending nasty comments or saying bad things about you on other live streams or whatever. It might lead to social ostracism. People might find out that you have these crazy beliefs and not invite you to the uh, weekly poker nights anymore, or they might sort of keep their distance down at the old local watering hole, whatever the case might be. So with all of those cons factored in, how much money to make it worth your while to do this? He says two to three times the local average salary. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But I think it's a smart answer. I think it's a very smart answer. Let's go back to more of the comments then. Let's see. Who else have we got here? Joey Williams says... The reason why people, I'm just paraphrasing his response here. The reason why people don't speak more truth is because of fear. Fear is fed to humans. I believe that's a big part of it. I think, I think people are afraid. I think they are. Possibly rightly so. Hoopy304 says, it's not my job to wake people up. That's true, in my opinion. What if this person didn't want you to wake people up? Like he says, listen, whether you wake people up or not is not the biggest deal. I just want you to go on camera and tell the world your truth. Don't just keep it hidden to these private conversations or on blogs where you can use anonymous usernames and no one knows who you are. I want you to go on camera, tell the world what you really think about anything, whatever you really think. If you believe dinosaurs are real, okay, say you think they're real. If you think nuclear bombs are real, okay, fine. Whatever you think is the truth, just go on camera and tell the world, right? How much money would it take to get you to do that? That is the question. And in case I didn't make this clear enough, the reason why we're exploring this hypothetical is because I think if we finds what's the true answer within us, the true answer to this question. We can then use that as a way to explore what do we really value in this world? Because a lot of people say they value the truth and they, they want to be true to themselves. They don't want to uh, lie to themselves. They want to be true to their values. Most people will tell you that they stand up for what they believe in. Most people will tell you that the truth is very important to them. Okay, awesome, great. So why is it then that most people are giving half of their waking life, okay, half of it, because you're probably asleep for what, six, say six to eight hours a night, most people? 
And then by the time you wake up, have breakfast or have a shower, brush your teeth, whatever you have, to, whatever you need to do. All right. So your sleeping time and then your preparing time to go out and, and do whatever during the day, that's all sunk time. Okay, forget about it. And then if you're working seven or eight hours a day, you're probably commuting half an hour at least either way. Maybe some people more than that. So that commuting and, and then you spend time at work, of course. Just to the maths here, guys, about half of your waking life is being given to a job for money. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I used to have normal jobs, and I expect I'll have normal jobs again in the future. So there's not a criticism of it. I'm trying to explore why we do that. Why would we do that? And what would it take to make it worth it for us to risk all of that, to just go on camera and say, you know what, this latest PAN, I think it's an HOAX, and here's why. That's what we're trying to get at here. Alrighty. So the username I, EYE, says, I remember this. I also remember when he read, so he's talking about the George Bush clip with the kite hit steel Mustang. He remembers how he read My Pet Goat and the iPet Goat predictive programming video. I heard somewhere that iPet Goat is no longer available on the internet. Is that true? Is that true? Let's find out. I hope that's not true. iPet Goat 2. I'm sure it's still there. It has to be. Yeah, it's still there. Pretty cool. Let me, uh, for those of you who have, I'm sure most, I'm sure almost all of you have seen it. But let's just go and see if we can find it here on the old YouTube's paste and go. If you're just joining us late, by the way, this is Joby coming to you from beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria, September 13, 2023. We're taking a look at this question. Why? There's a couple of questions. Why don't more people just go on camera or use their real voice at least and tell the world what they think about things, the hoaxes and the media fakery, what have you? Why don't more people do it? And then, what would it take to get you to do that? Because you know there might be some consequences from doing it. There might be some negative consequences. Fine. So that's one side of the balance. Okay. Imagine you've got a balance. On one side of the balance is the cons. On the other side is the pros. Now, one of the pros is you get to speak to the world your truth. That's a very empowering thing. Uh, for those of you who've tried it, you might know this. Like, just, hey, here's what I believe and I'm going to say it. That's a pro, but for some people, it's not a very big pro. Okay, how about money? What if they were offering you money to do it? To speak your truth to the world, to make... Right now, the balance is too far in the negative. You could lose friends. You could lose your job. could reduce your employability. You could get a lot of hate mail, all the rest of it. That's, so right now, the balance is, is too far on the negative side. But we can balance this out and even make the positive side more positive, like make it heavier, by adding some cash. So how much cash money... Would they have to pay to make it worth your while? And to keep that all within context, there's some co- there's some cons from going to your job. It's time out of your day that you never get back. Right? Maybe you don't like your boss. Maybe you don't like your colleagues or your customers. Maybe you don't have a problem with any of those things, but every now and then you just want to take a week off, but you can't because you have to put in notice for leave and all this other stuff. You only get a couple of... If you're an American, you might only get a couple of weeks a year, holidays, whatever. So you, even, if you, even if you enjoy your job, you just don't have that freedom to do whatever you want to do. Okay, so there's all these cons from the job. But you still do it. Why? Because on the other side of the ledger, there's more pros than there are cons. And what are the pros? Money. Yes. There's other pros as well. Some people do get a sense of satisfaction from doing their job. They, uh, they actually enjoy the process of building a house or fixing an engine or landscaping a garden or teaching children or doing CAD design at an engineering firm, or whatever, they actually enjoy it, which is cool. But they wouldn't do it for free still. They need some money to do it, and the amount of money they get makes it worth their time, and so they give 
half of their waking life to it. They get enough money to make it worth half of their waking life. Half of it. Half the time that they are awake and can do whatever they want. They've brushed their teeth, they've had their breakfast, now they're ready to go. Bang, half of it in a car on the way to work or at work or on the train. Half of their half of their lives, folks. It's worth it. Why? For the cash, cash money, for the dollar, dollar bills. That's right. So, what if the job opportunity was just to speak the truth? Not have to deal with the customers at your, uh, whatever job you have, your retail job. Not have to deal with the boss who doesn't even know what he's talking about. But he's the boss and you're the tech guy, so you have to do what he says, blah, blah, blah. Okay? Not have to deal with any of that crap. Just go behind a camera and say what you believe about stuff. Maybe you think dinosaurs are a hoax and nuclear bombs are a hoax. Maybe you think the latest PAN is another HOAX. Maybe you do. Whatever it is, just go on camera and say it. There might be five viewers. There might be a hundred. There might be a thousand. You might have a certain charisma to you. And after a few years, you've got thousands of viewers or listeners. Regardless, you'll get some cash, cash money to do it. So how much cash, cash money would it take? That's the question. Here at JohnLeBond.com. Yeah, boy. Shit, mate. All right, I need some more water. So why don't we watch this? This is the iPetco 2 by Helio Fund. For those of you who are listening, there's no, I don't think there's any um, dialogue in this. It's just sound. So for the next minute, you're not going to hear much other than the sound. But bear with me. Those of you watching can see this. You've seen it before, I'm sure. This is iPetco 2. And of course, some people say that George Bush was reading a book called My Pet Goat or something like this on September 11, 2001, when, of course, uh, this massive... Mega HOAX took place. Let's take a look at this. I'll be back in just a minute. Puppet Master. That looks like George Bush is the puppet. Ooh, on a checkerboard floor in a classroom. He's tap dancing. Fool me once. Shame on. Shame on you. Fool me, can't get fooled again. Obama? He morphed into Obama. This is from nine years ago. The cute girl in the white dress with the apple inside a circle. Man, this is intense. I forgot how intense this is. She drops the apple onto the checkerboard floor. It rolls away. It lands at a foot. The apple falls apart and out comes a flower. man has a sweat drop go down his head. It's Barack Obama. Outside it's a snowy day. There's the American flag. Goodness gracious me. That is intense. I'm sure you guys have seen it before. If you haven't, you want to do yourself a favor, go and check it out. It's called I, Pet Goat 
two, two spelled in the, the Roman numerals, the II, by somebody who calls themselves Heliophant. And if memory serves me, the person behind this, ostensibly the person behind this, was a guest on the Alex Jones show many years ago now, maybe five or seven years ago, something like that. And I remember when I, because I'm not a big Alex Jones fan, but every now and then I will watch a Jones clip or whatever. And then when this guy was a guest on Alex Jones, I heard about it, so I watched the, the interview. And I remember getting this distinct feeling that the guy who was being interviewed had no idea what he was talking about and may not be the person who made this video. Because this, that's only the first minute or two of this video. The number of conspiracy or alternative ideas that are presented in this is off the charts. This guy didn't seem like he knew anything about alternative ideas. It was very strange stuff. I might have to do a video or something about that in the future. Anyhow, thank you, someone, for mentioning that. Yes, I pet goat too. Of course, the relevance here being that Bush was reading supposedly my pet goat on the day of uh, September 11. Let's get back to the live stream chat. Yeah, yeah, boy. Who else have we got here? Lots of people. Auditing Estonia says I, as in he or she, was in prison for four times 24 hours for wearing a hat that said police state at a COVID protest. I have several channels, just happens that I'm logged in this one. I found you through Telegram, but I've heard of your name earlier. He's speaking about me. That's very interesting. Auditing Estonia. Perhaps we might have to get you as a guest on a future episode of Bonversations. What do you think about that? Estonians, the ones that I've met, tend to have very good English. They tend to speak very good English. And so I'm sure he would be a terrific guest on Bonversations. Got arrested for going to a COVID protest, apparently. Goodness gracious me. JJ says, hello, John. Hello to you, JJ. Clockwork113 says, shaka, JLB. Shaka to you as well, my friend. Praise Kek Shagalay. Yeah, yeah, boy. Mason Free says, I am here. Waterman Chris says, I'm not fearful. It's the shitty people in this scene. Who wants to deal with that shit for peanuts? That's why I've supported JLB since I learned of him. So what I think Waterman Chris is saying is that he's not afraid of speaking the truth on camera. What he doesn't want to deal with is all of the clowns in this scene who come out and attack you when you've done nothing wrong to them. And a lot of them claim that they're here for the truth. They want to spread the truth. They care about 9-11 being an inside job, or they care about the latest shooting being a hoax, right? And then they will start attacking each other. They'll attack you. You make a video right now, any of you. You make a video right now on YouTube, and you upload it of you saying that you think 9-11... Just whatever your thoughts on 9-11 are. Maybe you think it was controlled demolition. Maybe you think it was Judy Wood space beams. Maybe you think it was thermite. Maybe you think it was... Whatever it is that you think, go on camera, say that, and then publish it to different so-called truth or conspiracy forums, and watch people come out of the woodwork to attack you. doesn't matter what your opinion is. You will get attacked by the people who claim that they also don't believe the TV. It's truly remarkable. It really is. So I think what Warren Chris is saying is that he's not afraid of, of speaking the truth. He doesn't want to have to deal with the people who come and attack you for it. And I do not blame him. Uh, let's see. Napoleon Wilson says that he just likes to show off. Napoleon Wilson, folks, for those of you who don't know, is he used to be a regular participant at fakeologist.com. And then a few years ago, he just stopped participating in the, the calls. The, they've got this function where anybody can, basically anybody can go there and just talk about media fakery and the hoaxes and what have you. But he stops participating in that. Now he just leaves the comments. And he's actually got a pretty cool YouTube channel. In fact, I might even play a video. Let's see if I can... Just bear with me here, folks. I'm going to see if I can play one of Napoleon's videos. He is a little bit of a crazy dude. 
but many people say the same thing about me. So let's see if we can just play this. I'll go and find one of Napoleon's videos. He's got this theory that he calls the Millennium Fall Con. So you're familiar with the idea of the, what's it called, Star Wars? Where they, it's either Star Wars or Star Trek. They have a Millennium Falcon. I think that's Star Wars, right? Well, he takes the word Falcon and splits it up into F-A-L-C-O-N, the Fall Con. And of course, the towers fell on September 11, 2001, right across from the Millennium Hilton on, in the year 2001. He calls it the Millennium Fall Con. That's just a part of his overall, his overarching thesis. Let me see if I can find his most popular video and we'll play that. Let's see. He's got one called Better Man, Sympathy for the Devil, Church of the Broken Spine. Let me see if I can find it. They're all about seven minutes. Here we go. This one's three minutes. Here we go. Let's play this one. This is Napoleon Wilson, a uh, lovely fellow from Manchester. He is a little bit eccentric, it must be said. But this is one of his videos from a year ago. Let's take a look at this. Who are you? I think this is from one of the new Star Wars. I'm not sure. What's special about you? Yes, it is. Yeah, it has to be. Where are you from? I've got to get back to Jakku. Nowhere. Nowhere. Now there's a clip from Batman with Heath Ledger. To say that this is eclectic and avant-garde would be a little bit of an understatement. There's the Millennium Falcon. Now we've got a Boeing. Tower's going down. The red shoes from the Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah, two doesn't mind a space odyssey. Legertemain. Legertemain. Having found Solomon's Temple, our hero sets off on a journey to meet the Wizard of Oz. The Joker once again. Ah, oh, what's that one? Um, Close Encounters of a Third Kind. Well, let me just pause it there. You know that uh, train derailment? I think it was the end of last year. Was it the end of last year or the start of this year? I can't remember. But there was that train derailment in... Was it Ohio? Anyhow, I don't know if you guys know this. I found out, thanks to one of the members at JohnTheBond.com, that in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, there's a scene there where the dudes discuss faking a train derailment. And I don't want to... Don't quote me. You'll have to go and check it for yourself. We're going back quite a few months here. So this is not necessarily fresh in my memory. But it's something like that. Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Steven Spielberg, I believe. In that film, they're talking about how do we keep people away from the truth, which is the, the alien. In that particular movie, it's the aliens uh, touching down. Of course, aliens are, in fact, a hoax. Nobody died, nobody got hurt by some bullshit little green men in a, in a spaceship, in a flying saucer. But anyhow, in that film, the aliens are real. And so the dudes are sitting around talking about how do they keep the people away from the truth. Somebody throws out the idea of a fake train derailment or something like that. Very bizarre stuff. But anyway, that is Napoleon Wilson. I'll put a link to his channel. Guys, go and check it out. Do yourselves a favor. If you like avant-garde stuff, you want to go and check out that channel. Very bizarre stuff indeed. 
Alrighty. And if you come to me and you say, oh, Joey, how about Fakeologist more broadly? Do you recommend that website? Well, I used to. I used to. These days, I'm I'm still coming to terms with uh, some of the sad changes that have taken place there over the last year or two. It's it's very disappointing for me, I have to say. So I wouldn't advise against it. If you're like, JLB, I just got... I just arrived in the act realm and I'm learning all this stuff and I want to talk with people about it uh, and I'm thinking of going to Fakeologist, I'd be like, well, then go there. Like, I went there. It helped me many years ago. So I'm not going to try and talk you out of it. However, a year ago, I would have said... A year ago and every year before then, I was recommending that website and I was promoting it and making videos promoting it and telling my members, guys, come and check it out. Now I... I'm hesitant, I'm reticent to do that for a bunch of reasons that we probably don't have time to get into right now. Okay, so Think He's a Penguin is another commenter in the live stream chat about 40 people watching live from all around the world. Yeah, yeah, boy. He says this, IPET Goat 2 original producer Heliophant supposedly removed IPET Goat 2 11 years, 9 months, and 2 days after it was originally released. So it was the actual creator who removed it not YouTube. Well, I believe you because I've heard something like that. That That's fair enough. But does that mean that the version that I just played for you guys to watch and to listen to all around the world for this uh, stream was uploaded by somebody else? Because the version that we just looked at, let me go back to that. The version that we looked at is like nine years old. So maybe that was a copy. I'm not sure, but it's all very strange. All very strange stuff. All righty. Who else have we got in there? Napoleon Wilson leaves a nice love heart. Yes, well, Napoleon, man. I'm sure you've got your reasons for not going back to Fakeologist Audio Chats. I hope one day that you do. And I'll tell you another thing. I was in England at the end of last year. I went to Birmingham to go and hang out with a member of JohnTheBond.com. Manchester is not that far from Birmingham. So next time I go to England to go and hang out with TNG, maybe I'll get a bus and come and see you in Manchester. That would be cool. I hope we get that chance. All righty. EYE says, nice video, Napoleon. Reminds me of synchronicity decodes. Yeah, it is like that. If you're into sync, that kind of thing, people... I mean, sync is different things to different people, but one of the presentation styles of some of the sync people is to blend different videos from different movies and TV shows and film clips and whatever, looking at some of the similarities and how they might relate to each other, this kind of thing. The uh, Napoleon Wilson channel has videos that are very similar to that. I think he has been inspired to some extent by the sync book people. Alrighty, so let's get back to this then, guys. I was looking at the answers to this question. So I said to people, this is on the Conspiracy No Pulse subreddit, which if you're not using that, I recommend you go and check it out. I know Reddit has some problems on the main subs, like uh, World News and Am I the Asshole, I-A-T-A, and uh, any of the political subs, any of the news subs, any of the popular subs, yes. All of those subs are full of People who are either bots or they're so close to bots, they might as well be bots. It's really bizarre stuff and it's, it's terribly moderated. I agree with you. But the Conspiracy No Poll subreddit is different to that. And so if you like this idea of exploring different questions, exploring different ideas and discussing them in a polite and civil manner, then the Conspiracy No Poll subreddit is for you. Why not just go there and lurk for a while? Just go and lurk, see if you like some of the comments, see if it seems like your kind of conversation. If you do like it, then you can just register for a Reddit account. It takes like one minute. All you need is an email address. It costs nothing. And uh, then you can partake in the conversation. But just go and lurk there. It's conspiracy and then N-O-P-O-L, as in no politics. Conspiracy, no poll. 60,000 subscribers and growing. Although I will say, like I said before, 
there's not 60,000 regular users. There's not even 10% of that. It's more like maybe 1% or 2%, which to me is still pretty cool. And I enjoy going there and chatting with people and asking them questions. And five days ago, I asked this question. I said, how much would they have to pay you to make it worth it? Because you probably right now, and like, don't take this question as an interrogative question or as me trying to in any way implicitly criticize your lifestyle at all. Because chances are the lifestyle you're leading in a lot of very important ways makes a lot more sense than the lifestyle that I'm leading. I'm serious. But let's look at this objectively. If you are giving half of your free time in your life to a job primarily for the money, that's cool. What if somebody offered you a set amount of money instead of going and landscaping or instead of going and teaching or instead of going and stacking shelves or instead of going and doing CAD design at an engineering firm or instead of reading through different briefs and having to summarize them for your boss because you're an assistant or whatever the hell your job is. They said, no, from now on your job is go on camera and just tell the world what you think about stuff. That's it. Just go on camera and tell the world what you think about stuff. And don't hide away from the, the naughty topics like 9-11 or my coronas or my dinosaurs or my World War Twos or my viruses or my shootings or my bombings, my terrorists. Don't hide away from them. Tell the people what you think. Tell them what you think. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. That's the, that's the job offer. And then they say to you, how much do you need to make it worth your while? How much do you need to make it worth your while to stop going to that other job and to focus instead just a few hours a week, 20, 30, 40 hours a week, something like that, okay? It's not that much. Going on camera, telling the world what you think about stuff. How much money would it take? And again, this is a hypothetical. The idea is to explore what do we really, what do we really value and why? What do we really value and why? Because people can say, oh, I think this is important. I think that's important. Okay, great. Does your life accord with that? Because if somebody was watching from outer space, and yes, I know that outer space is in fact a hoax. Nobody died. Nobody got hurt by some bullshit vacuum of space. But let's just say a vacuum of space was real. And there was an intelligent life force out there watching the earth right now. And they base their opinions on you, not on what you say, but on what you do they'd probably come to the conclusion that the most important thing in your life is helping customers buy clothes or uh, landscaping people's gardens or CAD design for bridges or summarizing um, long emails and presenting briefs to your your boss or to uh, chopping up food as a as a cook as a chef's hand in a in a restaurant or whatever the hell it is that you do they would think that's the most important thing to you because that's what you spend your life doing that is more important to you than telling the world what you really believe about stuff that's what that's the conclusion they'd come to and then if they heard you complaining about your job they'd be like okay so they they do the job they don't even enjoy it oh they're doing it for money So that's what's most important to this person is money. Okay. And I think that's totally fine. That's how the world is. Wouldn't it be interesting, though, if more people were around saying that the most important thing in their life is money? Wouldn't that be interesting? If people, you know, say there's a conversation, there's a barbecue somewhere, and then people are just chatting, they're getting to know each other, they've gone through the pleasantries and the small talk, and they've had a couple of beers, and now they're starting to get to know each other even better. They start asking each other some deep questions, and it's like, dude, what's the most important thing to you, like? 
And then the other dude was like, money. And everyone around the table was like, yeah, money, me too, really? Really, you give half of your life for money? Yeah, me too. And everyone's like, yeah, money's the most important thing. Wouldn't that be cool if people were more honest about it? The most important thing in your life is making money. It's not speaking the truth. You can't speak the truth at your job. You'd get fired pretty quick. Customers wouldn't like you. Boss wouldn't like you. You wouldn't get hired in the first place, probably. And even if you had a job, but you didn't speak the truth at your job, if you did on the side, you might risk the job. That's not really worth it because you need the money. You need the money to pay the rent. You need the money to buy the food. You need the money to pay for the alcohol and the drugs and the prostitutes. You need the money. That's what you need the money for. You need it for the processed food. You need it for the Netflix account and for the Disney account and for the ESPN and to buy new video games as they come out and to pay for your EA server subscription or your PlayStation Network subscription. That's what you need the money for. Yes? That's why you need the money. And for the holidays, for the jet city, you need the money. That is why it's the most important thing in your life. What's wrong with that? Why can't people be more honest about it? You dedicate half of your life to going somewhere to get the money. Why can't people be honest about that? Why not? I don't see the problem. I can tell you this right now. Suppose I left all this John LeBond stuff behind, and there's a good chance that maybe one day I will. And then I went to an office, and I just did what I was told for money. And then you came to me and said, Joe, what's the most important thing in your life? I'd say, well, let's look at how I live my life. I spent half of my waking life going to some place, around a bunch of people I don't even know, to take orders from some guy who I'm pretty sure I'm smarter than him, but I, take, I do whatever he says, because he's the boss, and I do that for money. So, the most important thing in my life is money right now. Yeah? I'd just be honest about it. Why can't people be honest? The most important thing in your life is money. And that's how it is for most sane people. Why would you prioritize speaking the truth over money? Why would you do that? It's crazy. It is absolutely insane. Only a very strange person would do something like this. And guess what? You're listening to him right now here at JohnTheBond.com. Yeah, yeah, boy. Shit. Time for some more water, friends. Let's listen to some Donald Rumsfeld talking about Osama's caves. This actually went to air not long after 9-11. A few years after 9-11, they're talking about Osama Bin Laden's caves somewhere in the mountains near Afghanistan. Take a listen to this. There was constant discussion about him hiding out in caves, and I think many times the American people have a perception that it's a little hole dug out of the side of a mountain. Oh, no. This is it. This is a fortress, yes. a complex, multi-tiered, bedrooms and offices on the top, as you can see, secret exits on the side and, the end, and on the bottom, cut deep to avoid thermal detection, a ventilation system to allow people to breathe and to carry on, the entrances large enough to drive trucks and even tanks, even computer systems and telephone systems. It's a very sophisticated operation. Oh, you bet. This is serious business. And, and there's not one of those. There are many of them. There's not one of those. There are many of those. Donald Rumsfeld. Okay, let's go back to the live stream chat. How many people are there? We've got about 40 people watching live. All right, quite a few people in there. Let me see if I can go back to the last comment that I read. Nathan Oakley was in there. He left a comment, but then he retracted it. Nathan Oakley, if you're out there, please leave a comment. Let me know. So, like, Actually, you're already doing this, Nathan. To your credit, you already do this. You go on camera. You've been doing this since 20... Let me think. When was Flat Earth? 2015. Since the end of 2015, start of 2016, you have gone on camera. You've had your webcam set up so that people can see you in your lounge room or whatever, somewhere in England. And you have looked into the camera and said, the Earth is flat. And you have defended your position. Now, I don't agree with you about the earth being flat. But here's what I do like. 
You tell the world what you really think. And you defend what you really believe. You're not hiding. You're being quite direct about it. On a very controversial topic. One that would probably get you ostracized from most polite company. Could potentially jeopardize employment. I think you were a... Were you a postman? Probably the post... The British... What's it called? British Royal Mail? Whatever it's called. Probably they don't really care that you're, that you're a flat earther. Probably in your line of work, it doesn't really... Uh, was it a post? Was it a... You're a courier? They, they probably don't care about your, your opinions, but... And I'm not saying that in any way as a criticism of you or disparaging. I'm just saying, like, you probably have less to lose than someone who was a lawyer or an engineer or a government high-ranking government official or something. But the point is you're still doing it. And maybe in the future you want to work for the government or you want to work for um, a law firm or an accounting firm or something, some corporate... So you're potentially jeopardizing that. And yet, because you believe in Flat Earth, you do it. So I respect that. And my question to you is, why don't more people do it? And here's my answer, Nathan. You and me, and there's a small handful of us, there's something wrong with us where we are prioritizing speaking our truth. We make that the first priority above making money because we could make a lot more money. I don't know about you, Nathan, but I could make a lot more money stacking shelves at a supermarket back in Australia than I make doing this. Why am I doing this? Why? I think there's something wrong with me, dude, and I think there's something wrong with you. Or at least that's my potential explanation. I want yours. Let me know in the live stream chat right now. Yeah, yeah, boy. Alrighty. Let's carry on with the responses. Nathan Oakley. There he goes. He says, good evening. Well, good evening to you as well, Nathan Oakley. Let's see. Okay, so think he's a penguin 101 says, yes, it's strange talking about the iPad Go video. He says the guy who made it claimed he basically just threw together a bunch of esoteric symbolism and came up with it. Very strange indeed. Yeah, see, that story doesn't wash with me, man. That story does not wash. What I'll see if I can do, I'll see if I can find his appearance on Alex Jones. I might not be able to find it, but if I can, why don't we play some of it right now? On, well, maybe later on, on this very his stream. All right. Thinks he's a penguin 101 says, Guys, I just found out the dude pruning my roses outside that doesn't believe that nukes exist. He can't prune roses properly with that frame of mind, Kenny. Okay, that's a comical remark, and uh, fair enough. I'll take that. I can handle that. You're right. There are a lot of jobs where even if people found out that you were a nuke unbeliever, or a virus unbeliever, or an outer space unbeliever. It probably wouldn't hurt your uh, employment, probably. A lot of people, though, would still be concerned, but what if in the future they don't want to prune trees no more? They don't want to flip burgers no more. They don't want to deliver boxes to factories anymore. They, what they want to do is they want to go into a professional field, which means applying in some HR lady, potentially Googling your name, and then suddenly your YouTube channel comes up or your website comes up, and she's watching you say that viruses are an HOAX, your application's probably going in the bin, or at least there's a chance that it might. So you are potentially jeopardizing your future career, your future earnings, by speaking the truth to the world. And if that's not true, fine. But a lot of people do fear this. Whether it's conscious or non-conscious, that is a fear in the back of their head, in my opinion. I could be wrong. Let me know what you think in the live stream chat. Oh, yes. EYE says, interesting fact, Rumsfeld got rich from aspartame in the diet-crazed 80s. Henry Kissinger called him the most ruthless man he has ever met and meant it as a compliment. There you go, I didn't know that. 
Our master says maybe there is nothing wrong with us, but with most of the others. Well, I'm not sure who you're referring to, our master. Let me click on your thing and see if maybe you have gone on camera and told the world what you think. Let's go to your channel. I'll play one of your videos right now. Oh, hello, hello. Nope, playlists about, nope, you, you don't have any videos, our master. So here's my question for you, and again, this is not meant to be interrogative. This is not meant to be an implied criticism of you at all. I want to know, you've already got a YouTube channel. I'm sure you have a smartphone or a some device to record yourself. Why don't you have a video of you saying that this latest news story is in fact a hoax? Why not? What's the reason? I want the honest reason. I want you to think in your mind why you don't do that. And I'm guessing it's probably a good reason. It's probably a good reason. I want to know what it is. Just tell me, please. That's what we're here for. Alrighty, let's go back to the other responses. Who else have we got here? Tony Driscoll says, it's not something wrong, it's something right. Most people have no integrity or courage. Hmm, okay, let's go to your channel, Tony Driscoll. Go to channel and let's see what you have uploaded. Mm, he's got Let's Plays. Not really sure. It doesn't, there's no, it's, it's a playlist. Okay, so Tony Driscoll. I'm not criticizing you. I'm curious to know. You've got a YouTube channel. That's how you're able to leave this comment. And then I can click on your comment, go to your channel, which I've just done. There's no videos of you saying that this latest so-called terror attack is in fact a hoax and nobody died, nobody got hurt. Why? I'm betting that there is a good reason. I want you to explain to me. I'm asking you politely to explain to me what is the reason. Because you see, you're in the vast majority of people, even within... See, the normies, forget about them. Why? Who cares whether they're telling the world what they believe or not? It's irrelevant. But those of us who have alternative views, controversial views, most within this section of the community also don't tell the world what they think. They don't go on camera and say this event is in fact a hoax. Why? I think there's some very good reasons why, and I want people to express them to me. I want people to explain to me why. I want to know why. Okay, let's get back to the comments on the live stream. About 40 people watching live all around the world. In fact, we've just gone past 40. Okay, thinks he's a penguin, has been leaving a lot of comments. His latest is, no, people are strange. I don't tell anyone what I think. I agree with you about this subject. It's really not worth it. Yes, okay, it's not worth it. But let's go back to my hypothetical that I posed on the Conspiracy No Pulse subreddit. 60,000 subscribers and growing every day. How much our master, or thinks he's a penguin, would they have to pay? Suppose you knew somebody, all right? You knew someone who had won the lottery, and of course, they were dumb enough to tell people that they won the lottery. They've got three million bucks after tax. They were dumb enough to tell people. So now they've got people coming out of the woodwork, so-called friends and so-called family, and everybody just needs a bit of a loan to fix their car or to start a business or something, right? Everybody suddenly wants a piece of the pie. People... He hasn't heard from for years, suddenly. have heard the guy's got money. Oh, hey, it's your nephew, Billy, man. Just wanted to call to say congratulations. Yeah, oh, by the way, man, I've got this problem with my car. You know, he's got all these people trying to get a piece of his money. But he knows that you're the real deal because, you see, at Christmas last, a couple of years ago, you told him your views on space being a hoax or dinosaurs being a hoax or the virus being a hoax or whatever. He knows you're the real deal. And he wants to give some of his money to you to make it worth your while, forget sitting in the car, going to a job with a boss or customers or co-workers that you can't stand. Forget that, man. Stay home. Just make videos of you telling the world what you think. 
and he says to you, how much would he have to give you to make it worth your while? What would the answer be? How much? You know he's got deep pockets. He's got millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. And he wants to share something with you. He wants to pay you to speak your truth to the world. Even on topics, he might not agree with you about some of your theories. He doesn't care. He just wants you to speak your truth, what you believe, to the world. Using this amazing technology that we've got, the internet. How much would he have to give you to make it worth your while? That's the question, folks. It's a very straightforward question. And so far, I think in the live stream chat, only one person has answered with an actual answer. Woman Chris. He says he wants $120,000 after tax. That's for him that'll make it worthwhile to put up with the trolls and the troublemakers and the shit talk and the backstabbing and the so-called truth community. To make it worth all of that nonsense, he wants $120K after tax. That's an actual answer. No offense, live stream chat, but the rest of you haven't given any answers that are actually addressing the question. You could come back and say, Joe B, there's no amount of money to make it worthwhile. I would never do it. There you go. No amount of money would make it worth your while. There we go. That's an answer. You might say, well, JLB, right now I'm getting paid to to run my own, um, I don't know, dog walking business. Right now I'm, I'm making about 60 grand a year after tax. If I got that amount instead and it was guaranteed, I'd do it. Okay, so that's a real answer. Okay? You might come to me and say, look, if they gave me two million bucks up front so I could buy a house and then live off the interest, I'd put the rest into savings. Two million bucks up front and I'd do it. I would dedicate my life to telling people what I really think about the world. I'd do it. Okay, that's an actual answer. But the rest of you, no offense, folks, you really seem to be struggling with what is a very straightforward question. Why are you struggling to answer this? Why? I've got my theories as to why. And again, folks, I'm not trying in any way to criticize you for, for your lifestyle. I think you guys are leading, most of you anyway, are leading a more sensible lifestyle than me. I really think you are. Especially if you're in a career that has upward mobility opportunities, career progression. That's a smart thing to do. There's not much career progression in telling the world that you think dinosaurs are a hoax, folks. There really isn't. There's not much scope for growth when you go on camera and tell people. In fact, you, there's not much scope for growth, folks, when you were the first person in the known English-speaking world to go on camera and call the coronavirus a hoax, which I was. I was literally the first person, and this is documented, that we know of, to go on camera and say, guys, this latest news story is in fact the hoax. You know what? Some of you are like, JLB, you weren't the first. You, how would you know if I'm the first or not? If this is the first you've heard of it. I can, guys, I've got the documents. I've got the documents. Why don't we go and check it out? Why don't we go and check out virus hoax on johnthebond.com? I'll show you what I did. This was three and a half years ago, folks. Three and a half years ago, let's go and see if I can find my earliest video. This is before most people even cared about the coronavirus. I want to give you an example. And I'm not, I'm not doing this to in any way put myself on a pedestal, folks. Quite the contrary. I think what I'm doing is really a ridiculous uh, use of somebody's time. And yet, I kind of feel lucky because I can't imagine telling myself that the truth is the most important thing, but dedicating half of my life to making money. It, that's, it's like, man, imagine living that kind of uh, cognitive dissonance life. That's crazy to me. So I'm grateful. Don't get me wrong, I'm grateful. But at the same time, I'm poor as shit. There's not much money in uh, speaking the truth, is there? No, there isn't. Let's see if we can find this video that I made. That's right, folks. First person in the known 
English-speaking world to call this thing hoax. Yes, indeed. All right. How about if I type in? Let me think. Let me think. What if I? You know what? It was in early two. It was in early twenty nineteen. No, early twenty twenty. What if I go to January? Yes, January of twenty twenty. And I think we will find what I am. Of course, YouTube deleted the video, but I've got copies of everything, folks. Well, here we go. Coronavirus. Why coronavirus has me very scared. Now, I had to re-upload this to my own website because YouTube took this down. This got this got more than 10,000 views before YouTube took it down. This is from the 23rd of January, 2020. So this is from like seven weeks before coronavirus was even declared a pandemic. I had a video where I said, these guys take it. And I was on camera. For those of you listening to this as an audio, this is a video where I'm on camera and listen to what I say. Take a listen to this. Goodness gracious me. What kind of a person does this? This coronavirus news story is in fact a hoax. You do know this by now, don't you? You've worked out that this latest story about this epidemic that might sweep the world, you have worked out that this is not true. You've worked out that nobody died and nobody got hurt and that there's nothing to worry about because once again, we're being lied to by the news media. All right, so that's just part of the video. It's about a two or three minute video. That is from January of 2020, folks. Try and find somebody, please, on any forum, any YouTube channel, anywhere, who, before me, called this thing a hoax. Good luck. Seriously, you won't find it, in my opinion. And I've, I've searched. I have searched. You won't find it. So how come there are people who claim that they like to speak the truth. They think the truth is the most important thing. But they don't do anything like that. Ever. I'm sure they have good reasons. That is what I'm asking you for. What are those reasons? What are those reasons? I would love to know. That's what we're here for. So on that note, let's go and take a look at some of the answers that I got when I posted this on the Conspiracy No Pulse subreddit. Yeah, yeah, boy. I said, my question is, how much would they have to pay you to make it worth your while to spend your time telling the truth. Not anonymously, not keeping your face a guarded secret, not using voice morphing technology, just being yourself and speaking honestly about the world and your thoughts. How much would they have to pay you to make it worthwhile? That was my question. Well over 100 replies, let's take a look at some of them. The top response, the most highly rated response was from Zero Foxtrot. 93 and he or she wrote i already do it on my podcast for peanuts so i asked what's your podcast and then they replied it's audio but i've put commercials on youtube and tiktok i go by my last name on there because it's military themed conspiracy soldiers podcast so they didn't link to it directly but they did tell us that it's called the conspiracy soldiers podcast so that's very interesting I wish I had a link to it because I'd bring it up right now. The next top response was, in fact, you know what? What's it called? Conspiracy Soldiers Podcast. Why don't I just Google that? Why don't I just Google that right now? Conspiracy Soldiers Podcast. Ooh, they talk about the Maui fires. Let's go to Podcast Addict. Oh, they've got a TikTok. Oh, they've got a YouTube. Let's take a look at this. Let's have a look here. 
Okay, it's by a guy called Joe Fox. His video has five views, and behind him he has the uh, what do you call that Kabbalah? The tree, the tree of life, the thing with the balls, the balls and the lions. What do you call that thing? I should know that. Whatever it's called, he's got that behind him. Very interesting. What does he have to say for himself? All right, I'm gonna try this again. Some kind of interference going on here with the audio. Also, I got the AC going in the back because this is just a short clip for uh, like TikTok, TikTok, and YouTube. Normally, our show runs about an hour. This is the Conspiracy Soldiers podcast. All right. Okay. I'm trying not to cuss. You're not they say you're not allowed to cuss on TikTok, but uh, our show. We talk about government overreach, conspiracies, uh, some of the ways we're all getting screwed. All right, so I want to give this guy credit. He's on camera. He's looking at the camera. He's telling the world that he believes in conspiracy theories. So credit to this guy for that. I think the production values could use a little bit of work, but credit to this guy. He actually does, apparently, uh, discuss conspiracies uh, on his podcast. Apparently. That's, this is the first I've seen of it, but credit to this guy. Okay, fair enough. Alrighty, the next response in this thread is from Correlator who says, in response to the question, how much would it cost to get you to do this? He says, enough to retire comfortably, that's all. I don't give a shit about the social consequences. I thought you were going to ask what it would take for me to become an establishment mouthpiece. Yeah, well, that was what I was trying to do with the thread title. I thought this could be a clever little uh, rickroll, a clever little, um, what do you call it, uh, wrong foot. Um, the thread title is... How much would they have to pay you? And people think, oh, to go to the dark side. And I'm like, no, how about to come to the good side? The good side of just speaking the truth to the world. Because <laughs> think about this, guys. People spend so much time talking about, oh, this guy's been spread to pay this. This guy's been paid to spread this info. This guy's been paid to spread this info. This guy's been, this guy's been bought out. Uh, what's his name? Um, Joe Rogan's been paid off. And it's like, yeah, okay. How about you? Because you're dedicating your life to, to what? to delivering boxes, yeah, to reading emails and um, writing briefs, yeah, to CAD designing bridges, right? That's what you dedicate your life to, and you've been paid to do that, in lieu of or in, instead of just speaking your truth to the world, right? So in, instead of people focusing on how much would it cost to get you to go to the dark side, what I'm asking is how much would you have to make to come to the good side? That's what I'm asking all of you right now. How much would they have to pay you to come to the good side and just speak the fucking truth? How much? How much? 20,000 a year? 50,000 a year? 100,000 a year? A million a year? Enough to buy a house and retire comfortably? How much? Just tell me. Just tell me. That's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. And Correlator, pardon me, I just hit the, uh, the pop filter. Correlator says enough to retire comfortably. Okay, see, that's a good answer. And then I said, can you give a rough figure? And then Correlator didn't respond to my question. But to retire comfortably, depending on where you live, you're probably looking at a couple million dollars, I would say. Okay, the next top response is, what truth do you have to tell? This is a response directly. See, you see how some people can't answer the question? Instead of dealing with the question, now they want to turn it back on me and say, well, what truth do you have? And I'm like, I'm asking you, whatever your truth is, Maybe dinosaurs are real, maybe they're not, in your opinion. Maybe history is real, maybe it's not, in your opinion. Uh, maybe diamonds really come from the ground, or maybe they don't. In your, It doesn't really matter. Whatever your, whatever your truth is, how much would it cost to get you to speak it? 
Simple question, really. But this person wants to respond by turning it back on me, saying, what truth do you have to tell? And so I give a few examples of some of the things that I talk about, such as documented, verifiable so-called history doesn't go back more than a few hundred years. So ancient Greece, ancient China, ancient Rome, none of those are real, none of it. Caesar, Herodotus, all these characters never existed. Similar with more recent history, like Nikola Tesla, he also never existed. Go to johnthebond.com. There's a page, a free page with a free two-hour podcast where I go through my research, which led me to the conclusion that Tesla didn't exist. Dinosaurs also do not exist. Ultrasound, you know how people get, um, people go to get an ultrasound because they want to find out if it's a boy or a girl, right? Oh, it's for the health of the baby. Oh, yeah, sure. So they go to this place and this transducer is put on the belly and, oh, they can see the baby, right? Well, my research has revealed and it's not just my research. Anyone can look this up for yourselves. That so-called ultrasound is not safe and it does not lead to babies being safe. People have this idea of, oh, if you get the ultrasound and there's something wrong, they can save the baby. Yeah, go and try, go and, try and find some actual scientific evidence to support that. Not a, a web page that purports to be scientific that tells you. No, actual studies. Go and try and find them. You won't. And you know why? Because ultrasound is not here to help the baby or to help you for that matter. It's here for a much different reason. And I talk about that at johnlebond.com. Again, I've got free material on this topic. Just go to johnlebond.com and type in ultrasound. But be warned, this is one rabbit hole you might not want to go down. Very dark topic. So those are some of the things that I talk about on uh, johnlebond.com. But again, see how the person can't answer the question? See how people can't answer these questions? <laughs> it is rem- This is one of the reasons why I think people are non-player characters. The vast majority of people are non-player characters. They can't engage. Okay, this question is a bit abstract. It's a hypothetical. But it's still a very clear and straightforward question. They can't engage with it. And I think one good explanation for why is because they're non-player characters. Would you expect a detailed, thoughtful response from a bot in Grand Theft Auto? No, you wouldn't. So why would I expect it here in this world? Yeah, there might be some player characters. I think there are. But the vast majority of people, including so-called awake or truth people, they're asleep. Forget about it. They're asleep. They're non-player characters. They, there's nothing going on upstairs, my friends. The lights are on. But nobody's home. Thank you, Chad from California. All right. Here we go. Here's an answer from Inline for Power. They say, $2.5 million if I think I'll never work again. There you go. They want. They basically want $2.5 million or 100000 a year growing with inflation. That's a good answer. That's a thoughtful answer. They're saying, give me a hundred grand a year going up with inflation and I'll do it. I'll quit my job and I'll speak my truth to the world. See, there's an answer. It's not that hard. Well, for some people, it's not that hard. For most people, this is very difficult because when it's all said and done, when you boil it all down, there's not much going on upstairs. There's not much going on upstairs, guys. The lights are on, but nobody's home. And suppose this live stream gets... A few hundred, maybe maybe in the low thousands of views, and a few hundred when I upload this as a Podbean and MP3 tomorrow. Suppose that gets one or two hundred. Let's just say the number of people who listen to most of this presentation, let's say it's 300 people, for argument's sake. Guys, many of those 300 are also non-player characters. And if, you, if you've listened to the last hour and a half or whatever, how long have I been going for here? How long have I been talking? It says here... 
Yeah, about an hour and a half. If you've been listening to this for the last hour and a half and you still haven't come up with an answer in your own head, I've got some, some good news and some bad news for you. And it's both the same news. You're a non-player character. Doesn't make you a bad person. Doesn't mean that your life is not meaningful. Doesn't mean you don't deserve respect and to be treated as a human. But you're lacking something. Something very significant. You can call it a soul. You can call it a brain, a mind. Whatever it is that you're lacking, you're lacking it. And I don't think you can develop it. But I could be wrong about that. I just haven't seen any evidence of a person who lacks the ability to think to suddenly develop it. I haven't seen that. Personally. But I could be wrong about that. So if you are lacking that, then maybe there are some resources out there for you to improve that. I don't know of any. I wish I could sit here and say, oh, go to johnlebond.com. No, it doesn't work that way. There's nothing on my website that can take a non-player character to play a character. It doesn't work that way. So, In fact, if you're a non-player character, stay away from my website, please. Do me a favor. Don't even go there. In fact, don't even go to Conspiracy No Poll either. If you've listened to the last 90 minutes and you haven't come up in your head with an answer to this very simple question, what a, any answer's fine. No amount of money. 100 grand a year. 2 million bucks. A house and a boat and whatever. Whatever your answer is, is a good answer. But if you haven't come up with any answer, please, in fact, do me a favor. Stop listening to this right now. Uh, unsubscribe from my YouTube channel. And forget you ever heard of me. Because I've got more than enough NPCs clogging up my, uh, my day-to-day life. I don't need any more. So I wish you all the best with your life. Your life could be better than mine. In fact, there's a good chance that it is. And I, I want you to have a happy life. I just don't want anything. I don't want that involved with me uh, right now. No, I've got, I've got uh, too many NPCs flooding my subreddit, my YouTube channel. All my online stuff. Don't get me wrong, guys. If you come to Plovdiv, we can go out for a beer, play some pool. I've got lots of NPC friends. It's no problem. But this online stuff, I've got. there's too many NPCs clogging this up. I, I want the NPCs to go and drink beers and play pool with and whatever in my real life. Online, I don't need any more NPCs, man. So please, if you cannot, for some reason, answer this simple question, it's okay. But that's a sign. That's a very important sign. That you don't belong here. You've you've somehow you've come to the wrong place. Get the hell out of here, please. Do us both a favor. Alrighty then, let's carry on with the responses. Okay, so th- th- see this, the next response doesn't answer the question. The channel would be demonetized and shut up. It I'm not asking about that. I'm asking how much would it cost for you to start telling the truth to the world? The next answer. They will not pay you in the instant you gain see, that's not the question though. It's a hypothetical. Another idiot. No offense. Now, here we go. Here's a good answer. Enough to buy a remote guarded compound. This is from Joe J. Walker. Telling certain truths would also have one labeled with an equivalent of felon or sinner. And people have been intentionally conditioned to welcome and even encourage physical violence against people who are mean. So what Joe J. Walker is saying is that for them to start speaking the truth to the world, they would need enough money to buy themselves basically a property where they would be safe from the outside world because they would be concerned that if they spoke their truth, be it about certain events of World War II or about these invisible body-possessing demons that can take over your body, possess you, then possess grandma and kill her en masse, moves of people supposedly for the last three years. If you tell them that this is a hoax, they might get mad at you. So this person wants protection. So even though they haven't given me a figure there, at least they've given some kind of response. So I've responded... Can you offer a ballpark figure? As in how much money roughly? Just give me a rough figure. 
They respond, I can't give a figure. I would probably have to remain anonymous. So you see, ultimately, no amount of money would be enough for Joe Jay Walker, which is fine. I think that's a perfectly reasonable answer. It's, it's an answer. It's something. Maybe for some people, in fact, I'm quite confident for a lot of people, there's no amount of money that would bring them to the good side, to the light side. There's no amount of money that would do it. Okay, somebody else says, I'd do it for free. If someone were to give me the 100% truth on all my conspiracies, then I forward the info on to YouTube. Yeah, free to wake up. All right, so my response is, please don't take this question the wrong way. Why aren't you doing it already then? You could start a YouTube channel or TikTok or whatever and share your honest thoughts for free right away. And then their response is, but I don't have truths from the inside. And then I reply, why not just start with the things you believe to be true based on your own research? I don't think any of us know the full truth about everything. Certainly, I don't know the full truth about everything. But that, won't, that doesn't have to stop you from speaking what you believe at this present time to be the truth. So, why don't you do it? And uh, their response is, because I want something new. Truth. Not that This is just absolutely hopeless. Another person says, I already do this for free. And I'm like, okay, do you have a YouTube channel or a website? They offer me a YouTube channel. Let's go and check it out right now. Let's see what they're doing. They've got some short videos. Okay, he's wearing a mask. That's okay, whatever. Let's take a look at this. He's got... Okay, for those of you who are listening, it's a dude in a mask without a top looking at a camera. Boy, oh boy, I don't like to criticize people, folks. Uh, but do you notice how the two, the two people who we've looked at so far who say that they're speaking the truth to the world, and maybe they are, do you notice a significant difference between what they're putting out and what you might find here at johnlebond.com? And this is not meant to, again, I want to make this clear, not a criticism of them and not trying to big note myself. Just asking a simple question. Do you see a distinct difference? Do you? Do you, do you hear a distinct difference? Can you understand that there's a big difference going on here i would hope that you can i would hope so okay so john qk this is back on the reddit says my tastes aren't super taboo so my price isn't very high heck my price is lower than the cost of doing the thing if this gig this hypothetical gig comes with someone to handle the mechanics or teach me them as in you know uploading videos and what have you plus an audience because that's a hard part to build the audience in the first place i'd do it for free i might even pay something I like talking. So then I reply, okay, can you offer a ballpark fix? Remember how Woodman Chris at the start of this in the live stream chat, he said 120K after tax. Bang, there's the answer, right? That's an answer. He wants two to three times average Florida income to do it. There you go, there's an answer. I'm asking people, how much would it cost, hypothetically, to get you to come to the good side and just speak the truth of the world? A lot of people give answers. I'm like, okay, give me a ballpark. You haven't given me a ballpark figure. Just give me a ballpark figure. 10 grand a year, 100 a year, half a million bucks. Just give me a ballpark figure. How much is this worth? How much is this worth? How much would you need to be paid to speak the truth? Because a lot of you are working for 50 grand a year to deliver boxes or 100 grand a year to go through code written by 
people in a subcontinent and fix it up because it's all full of bugs, or you're getting paid 150 grand to uh, design things on AutoCAD so that people can build bridges. Okay, you're getting paid a certain amount of money to do this stuff, which is cool, and a lot of these jobs are very much necessary. And of course, speaking the truth is not necessary. I mean, who needs that? Who needs someone to speak the What value is that, right? So, how much would they have to pay to make you do it? To just speak your truth? Give me a ballpark figure. That's what I asked John QK. He says, if it's something that isn't costing me anything for the equipment and can be done easily, I would do it for free. And then I repeat, okay, can you just give me a ballpark figure, bro? I'm not trying to pry into your personal details. The question I'm asking, I'm trying to get at is, how much telling the truth is worth to people? How much would it take to get you to dedicate your time to speaking your truth? Are we talking 50K a year, 200K, a cool million? Give me a ballpark figure. John QK responds, for me, it doesn't have a value. My numbers are only coming from the fact that I need to provide for my family. Once my daily expenses are met, which is about $60,000 per year, I wouldn't need to ask for more to be incentivized to do it. And so then I replied, okay, about 60 grand a year, fair enough. All the people who gave me these ballpark figures, whether it was 60 or 100, whatever, I'm like, okay, fair enough, thank you. That's all I was asking for. How much would they have to pay to get you to do this? That's all I was asking for. And some people could give an answer, which I appreciate because Lord knows most people cannot. Blitzer 046, who I believe comes from Australia, and he's one of the normies on Conspiracy Nepal. We do have a few resident normies, which is cool. So long as they're polite and civil, I've got no problems with the normies being on Conspiracy Nepal subreddit. In fact, they make the place better, and he's one of them most of the time. And he says, what do you make... So in other words, this guy, Blitzer 046, I'd be willing to bet that he believes in outer space, dinosaurs, nuclear bombs... He believes in invisible body-possessing demons that can possess your body, then possess grandma and kill her, also known as quote-unquote viruses. Uh, basically anything that the, the, the box cutters, the 19 hijackers with box cutters, basically anything the TV and government tells him he will believe because he is uh, what we might call a non-player character. And yet, I still like reading what this guy has to say sometimes because sometimes it's worthwhile. He asks decent questions. This time he says, what do you make yearly, John? Honestly, in other words, how much do I make doing what I do? JohnLeBond.com. Honestly interested, because it sounds like you are describing your own vocation. So in my original post where I was like, guys, imagine you got paid just to go on camera and speak the truth. How much would it cost? How much would they have to pay to get you to do it? And then Blitzer046 quite rightly notices and identifies and says, JLB, that sounds like what you're doing already. And uh, my reply is, yeah, it pretty much is. He's like, so how much do you make yearly? Now, obviously, it depends month to month, year to year, what have you, but if I could give you a rough figure, I'd do it like this. I'd say, go to johnthebond.com, go and look at the supporters, all right? Oh, let me just refresh this. Let's go to johnthebond.com and refresh it. Okay, so take a look at this, folks. If you just add up all of the members of johnthebond.com and then work out how much it costs for a membership, so just multiply one number by another, you'll arrive at a rough figure. And then from that rough figure... Just subtract a couple of grand for different web hosts, podcast hosts, video hosts, different services I use, and then you're left with an amount. And that amount is what brings what comes in from johnlebond.com. 
and it's not $100,000 a year. It's not $60,000 a year. It's not even $30,000 a year. It's a lot less than that, which is one of the main reasons why I'm sitting here in beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria, a city that even most Europeans apparently know nothing about because the cost of living here is so low. If I was back in Australia, I would be on or below the poverty line. I wouldn't be doing just this. I'd have to go and get a normal job again, which I... Guys, I've worked plenty of normal jobs, and you know what? A lot of them weren't that bad. They weren't that bad. A lot of them. And so, yes, to answer Blitz's question, I'm like, mate, uh, not really very much. Not very much at all. In fact, I say to him, if I were in Australia, I would officially be on... In fact, let's just zoom out a little bit so we can see all of this. Let's just zoom out that way. For those of you watching at home, I say, if I was back in Australia, I would be on or around the official poverty line. So I live in Eastern Europe, where my money allows me to lead a decent middle-class life. And it's true. Here, put it this way. The average income here is somewhere around 800 euros a month. Somewhere around that. Of course, different jobs will get you more money. But the average person is making 800 to maybe 1,000 euros a month, which is about 2,000 lever. And that's on the upper end. That's on the, the upper end. The girls who are making your coffees down at the local cafe or the people who are scanning your items at the grocery, they're on a lot less than that. They're on maybe 1,100, 1,300 left, depends who you ask. So you, you don't have to bring much Western money to lead a middle-class life here. And that is why I'm here. But yeah, I make uh, not very much, folks. And I'm not, by the way, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. As much as you hear me say, well, you, prior, you spend your life going to a job to make money. It might sound like I'm criticizing you for that. I'm not. I think what you're doing is the right thing to do. On the flip side, I feel like I'm doing the right thing for me at this point in my life. So I'm not complaining at all. And in many ways, my life is, is pretty cool. I don't have a boss to answer to. I don't have to deal with angry customers. If a customer gets angry with me, a so-called customer, a member of the site, they just quit. Okay, see you later. No problem. Maybe they come back. Maybe they won't. Don't have to deal with co-workers. I do everything myself. Apart from one time when I had to uh, pay my web host to try and fix a problem and they were absolutely hopeless but generally speaking I just you know I deal with me I don't have to deal with all the other dramas that people have I don't have a commute I don't have to deal with a commute if I want to go to southern France for a few weeks because a member of the website invited me I can do that and upload no content for a few weeks it's not a problem so I've got a lot of freedom so I'm very grateful for that and there's other perks that come with doing what I'm doing so I'm not complaining but in terms of cold hard cash I get very little very very little very little, much less than I would make if I was stacking shelves back in Australia, you see. And certainly much less than all the people who've given answers, the answers they've given so far. Yes, now let's get back to the live stream chat. I'm even still alone. I don't even know if I am. Yeah, about still 40 people watching live. Let's read through the comments, folks. We're coming up. This is meant to be a one-hour stream. We're coming up to uh, the best part of two hours. Let's see if some people have given some answers yet. In fact, I might just take another glass of water. You can probably hear my voice is going on me. Let's listen to some more of my friend, Mark the Harley Guy Walsh. I was watching my roommates. It was approximately a few minutes after the first plane had hit. I saw this plane come out of nowhere and ream into the side of the Twin Towers, exploding through the other side. And then I witnessed both towers collapse. One first and the second. Most of you destroyed for fear because the fire was just too intense. Let's check it out. This morning and saw both towers on fire and people on every street corner. It was, it was, it was like a movie, but you watched the planes hit the towers. I was watching with my roommate. It was approximately several minutes after the first plane had hit. I saw this plane come out of nowhere and just scream right into the side of the Twin Tower, exploding through the other side. 
and then I witnessed both towers collapse, one first and then the second, mostly due to structural failure because the fire was just too intense. Mostly due to structural failure because the fire was just too intense. Goodness gracious me. Okay, let's go through some of these responses. Tony Driscoll says, I don't feel like it's my place to tell the sheep they can't be sheep. So in other words, there's no amount of money that would make you just go on camera and say that... The, well, I don't know what your beliefs are. Let's say that you believe the moon landing was a hoax. There's no amount of money that would get you to go on camera and say that. If that's the case, then fair enough. Especially if your reason is because you you don't want to in any way upset or annoy the normies. Because what if they see you talking about that? Or what if you've done your own research into what so-called ultrasound really is and you've discovered the horrible, horrible truth and it has shaken you to the depths of your miserable soul and you're thinking to yourself, even for 200 grand a year, I don't want to tell people the truth about this because it's really dark shit. They're happy not knowing. You might have an ethical, some might even say moral objection to speaking the truth. And if, and if that's the case, I want to hear about it. This is the kind of conversation I want to have. This is what I'm trying to open up with these hypotheticals. Maybe it's not about the money. Maybe it's not even about the social ostracism, the, the social isolation. Maybe it's because deep down you know the truth doesn't really help people. Maybe. This is the kind of conversation that I'm trying to have on the Conspiracy No Pulse subreddit and now with this live stream and with the podcast that I'll release tomorrow that'll be this same stream just turned into an MP3. This is what I'm trying to encourage people to think about these things in a way that I'm sure many of you haven't thought about these things before. And this is what I do at JohnTheBond.com on our member calls and on our private Discord. And I've been doing this for so long now that to me this is normal. And then I hang around with other people, even smart, intelligent people who know about what's going on with the dinosaurs and what have you. And I'm reminded, oh yeah, this is not normal. The, the, the average person, even the intelligent people, the majority of their life is dedicated to making money, spending money, and then wife or husband, kids. That's it. Well, guess what? My life is very different to that, for better or for worse. And so I'm trying to open up these conversations for you guys. Now, some of you might be like, JLB, I don't care about this stuff at all. This is not interesting to me. Okay, cool. Maybe next week's stream will be more interesting than this one. Maybe you can just tune out right now. But if you do enjoy thinking about abstract ideas and questioning what you're, when you say you value something, but do your actions actually line up with that? If any of this is enjoyable to you, then I would suggest you go and check out JohnTheBond.com. There is a ton of free content, including me having these kinds of conversations with people. Not this specific topic necessarily, but all kinds of topics, many of which you might never have heard of before. It's almost like the meta conspiracy discussion. Go and check out JohnTheBond.com. And if you want to partake in these kinds of conversations, go and join JohnTheBond.com. Go and spend a little bit of that money that you have earned by dedicating your life, half of your life, to making money. Spend a little bit of that to come and join us at JohnTheBond.com. It's easy. It takes a matter of minutes. Just putting that there, it's an idea. Just an idea. Just think about it. Or don't do that. Spend your money on processed food, Netflix, Disney, alcohol, drugs, prostitutes, flights to Bali, where they sell cheap beer and cheap hotels. What else are people spending money on? Tattoos. What else? Um, twice monthly haircuts. New clothes. Nice new threat. Whatever it is that you spend your money on, keep doing that as well. Because whatever you're spending your money on is what really matters to you. That's what really matters. 
Actions speak louder than words. And so if you're dedicating half of your life to making money, fair enough. And then with that money, once you've paid your rent and your food and whatever you have to pay, whatever's left over, how you spend that money reveals what really matters to you. And maybe you do value alcohol or drugs or prostitutes or Disney or Netflix or the latest edition of, uh, I don't know, FIFA on the PlayStation or whatever. That's, that's what really matters to you. And what I would love to see is more people being honest about it. Because the truth is there in black and white. How do you spend your time? Oh, to make money. How do you spend your money? Oh, and these things. That's what really matters to you. And what I would love to see is more people being honest about it. This is what I care about. I care about making money. And then with that money, I care about going and watching Disney. Going and watching Netflix. Going and buying pizzas. Going out to restaurants and drinking and coming home drunk. Whatever it is, just be honest. Imagine a world where more people were honest with themselves and with each other. Could you imagine? It's hard for me to imagine, actually. It really is. We live in a world of so much self-deception. So much pretense. People pretending they care about certain things when their entire life says the opposite. Says the complete opposite. And then they come and talk to me like we're on the same level. No, we're not. You value one set of things, and I value another. I'm not saying that my values are better or worse than yours, but at least you know what my values are. I'm living that life. What life are you living? What life are you living is my question to you. And does it accord with what you tell yourself and you tell others that you value? Does it? Be honest with yourself and with others. Does the way that you're spending your finite time on this realm, in this realm, on this earth, does it accord with what you tell yourself when you ask yourself what really matters to you? That's my question for you right now. So I'm going to read some more comments from the live stream chat, and then we have to wrap this up relatively soon. Okay, so Things He's a Penguin 101 says, I'm good with money, so I do it for around $45,000. I think he means per year. That's a good answer. Thank you. Anhedonia, that's a cool name. Anhedonia says the GA stones, uh, the Georgia Guidestones, were struck by lightning. Okay, that's news to me. EYE says, I put up the last video of Coolio before he died suddenly, talking about adrenochrome. It was taken down for violating health misinformation policies. My ability to post links in descriptions. I didn't know about that. I... Firstly, I didn't even know Coolio was dead. Secondly, I don't even know who Coolio is. I'm sure I've heard at least one of his songs, but because it rings a bell, but I don't even know who Coolio is. And uh, I didn't know that he mentioned anything about Adrenochrome. Do you still have a copy of that EYE? Do you still have a copy of, of uh, this Coolio character talking about Adrenochrome? If you do, please email me, johnlebon123 gmail.com. Let's see if we can sort something out. Maybe I can bring this video to light on my channel, on my website, if you're interested. johnlebon123 gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, boy. JJ says, I'll do it for 80000 So for $80,000 a year, JJ says he would go on camera and tell the world what he thinks about how the world really works. And to give you another example of what I'm talking about when I say that I do this, and I know, I'm sure this comes across to people, to some people anyway, who oh, JLB's bragging that, you know, he spends his life telling the truth and this is really just his way of, you know, uh, flexing that his life is, is you know, he's 
is true to his values and we're not, but he doesn't know how hard it is. No, oh, guys, this isn't flexing. There is a very strong case to be made that the way that I'm living my life is absolutely insane. Somebody of my capacity, somebody of my... I'm, like, I'm not that smart, but I'm smart enough to learn things. Somebody with my potential could be making a lot of money, working a normal job, and with extra money, then I could go out and buy lots of drugs and lots of prostitutes and travel a lot. I don't really want tattoos, but in theory I could do that as well. Buy lots of nice new clothes. Like all the stuff that you guys do, I could do it if I just went and worked a normal job. But I don't. And I might look back in 10 years and think, man, that was... What was I thinking? What the hell was... Like, what was I thinking? That's a possibility. So this is not a flex, guys. I'm just, I'm just telling you the truth of the matter. This is the facts. These are the facts, and you know it deep down. You know it's true that you're waking up tomorrow when the alarm goes off. You're getting in your car. You're going to work for money. You know that. And you know you're spending all that money on alcohol, drugs, and other things, which is cool. Just be honest about it. Just be honest, guys. Just be... The way that I'm being honest right now, guys, this is how I live my life. Please, just be honest with yourselves. At the very least... Do yourselves a personal fate. Try it, guys. It's very liberating to be honest with yourselves. Just be honest. Be honest about who you really are and what you're really here for. Try it. Just try it. See how you feel. Just for one day, tell yourself the truth about how you're leading your life and what really matters to you. Just try it. You might enjoy it. You might. I don't know. Who knows? Okay, so what else have I got for you? Oh, yes. Do you remember that guy? The one who supposedly hung himself in a prison? Epstein, that's the one. All right. Check this out, folks. So I made a video. This one... In fact, this one might still be on YouTube. I'm not sure. Let's find out. Some of my videos managed to survive. Some don't. No, this one didn't. But that's all right. I kept a backup copy. So back in August, 12 August to, uh, 2019, so four years ago, four years ago, I was in Saigon. I was in Saigon, and the news came through that Epstein had killed himself. And this was what I uploaded. I was on camera. For those of you listening to this right now, it's an MP3. This is me on camera, and listen to what I said as soon as I heard this news. This Jeffrey Epstein suicide event is a hoax. Nobody died, nobody got hurt. You do know that already by now, surely. You've worked this out for yourself. Nobody died, nobody got hurt, period. That's a fact. Just like the O.J. Simpson trial case, just like the Michael Jackson trial complete hoaxes from start to finish you have worked this out surely you've noticed that this story is all over reddit conspiracy it's all over all of the conspiracy forums it's over 4chan if 8chan was still up it'd be all over 8chan you have realized this you have worked out the hold on this seems to be getting propagated by somebody you have figured this out yeah nobody died nobody got hurt if you haven't figured it out by the end of this video it should be a bit more clear to you let's take a look at this footage from abc news and we begin with the growing mystery over the so anyway i had this thing a few years ago in fact i think this was the first time i did it the epstein video where i used i've got this uh, crazy truth uncle dave j crazy dave j he likes to call himself he's one of my one of my three truth uncles and i adopted this strategy of his where you tell the listener what they already know even if they don't know it and i do it partly for comedic effects it's like an in-joke that only some of us get but also, it actually is a, an effective way to start a video. You can get more nuanced. What I can do is I can start off with this outrageous, tell people what they don't know, but they know it. I tell them they know it. Start off with this outrageous rhetorical device and then get into the nuance. So it's also f effective in that way. But to me, it's also uh, endlessly amusing. 
doing this crazy Dave J impression. You do know this, don't you? You've worked this out, right? And so anyway, I did that with the Epstein story, and that one got, that video before YouTube took it down, I think got 10,000 views, which for my channel is pretty good. Most videos get like 500 views, 1,000 views. That one got like 10,000, maybe more, maybe 20. I can't even remember. It was crazy. And so what I started doing was adopting that uh, rhetorical device at the beginning of my videos. This latest news story is in fact a hoax. You do know this by now, don't you? Right? And then I would just replace news story with the actual news story, be it shootings, bombings, whatever. And uh, never got quite as much traction as the uh, the original, but it was a successful uh, rhetorical device. So I go on camera and I say to people, you do know this is a hoax. Here's the important thing to understand, folks. Even if you disagree with me about the Epstein suicide story being a hoax, I'm not asking you how much would it cost for you to go and tell the world the objective, literal truth about everything. Because how could you or I know all of that? I'm talking about your truth, what you believe and what you would defend in a live on-air debate. Or if they put you on TV for some reason, what do you believe, what would you be willing to defend and how much would it cost to get you to do that? You know, to live a life something similar to mine. For example, how much? And some people are giving some answers. Let's go back to those right now. JJ says $80,000 a year. EYE says they do it for 15 bucks an hour. 15 bucks an hour? All right, let's suppose you do a standard 40-hour week for argument's sake. That's 600 a week. That's 2.4 a month. So we're talking about 26, 27. You do this for 26, 27 grand a year. Really? 26 or $27,000 US a year, you do this for that. You, you actually can make that amount of money, almost, if you wanted to. It'll take a few years to build up the audience, whatever, but that can be done because, okay, I'm not making quite that much, but I'm not that far off. So it can be done. So why don't you do it then? Get in touch with me. What was your name? EYE. EYE, send me an email, johnlebond123 at gmail.com. If you're serious, I can uh, try and assist you in any way possible to help you build up an audience. It's going to take a few years. This takes a lot of work, folks. You don't just study your channel and suddenly you've got... How many subscribers have I got? Four and a half thousand. It doesn't just suddenly happen, okay? But it can be done. And the people who tell you it can't be done are clowns, fools, and charlatans, period. It can be done. So if you're serious, get in contact. I'm not saying that I can... Um, like, I can only tell you what I know and, and share with you my, my experiences. But if you're interested, I'd be more than happy to do that for you. Anyway, johnthebomber3gmail.com. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, boy. 15 bucks an hour. All right. Let's have a look. Andy Baxter says, yes, thank you, John. You were someone I was listening to back then. I think he's talking about the uh, the coronavirus hoax, which I exposed first. First in the known English-speaking world to expose this hoax, to say it's a hoax at least, and one of the very few to go on camera doing it. One of the very few. Very few. In fact, I don't have any others at all. Alrighty. A few people are saying lol, but the comments are from so far ago, I'm not sure what they're lolling, lolling about. Hopefully they're lolling with me, not at me. You never know. EYE says, actually, I take my response back. I would do it for free. What? But I would need a guarantee for actual free speech. If I could keep my livelihood and say what I... No, see, that's the issue. You are risking your livelihood by speaking the truth. So you need to make a choice. What's more important? Your job and your money or speaking the truth. Now, probably you can do both at the same time. Most likely, 
your bosses and customers and your normal job won't care. But there's a chance that they might, and that's a risk you have to take if you want to speak the truth. And it might not be worth the risk. Might not be worth it. Might not be worth risking those sweet, sweet dollar bills, man. Might not be worth it. Seriously. Because without the dollar bills, how do you buy the food and the alcohol and the drugs and the flights to nice tropical locations and the tattoos and the Netflix and subscriptions? How do you afford all of that? So even if it's only a 1% chance, <clears throat> pardon me, even if the chance is only 1% that this is going to cost you your job, is that a risk you want to take? I don't think that's a risk you want to take, personally. Okay, so auditing Estonia, who, by the way, this is for anybody out there who's from Estonia. If I go back to Tallinn next summer, and I hope that I will, I will meet up with Hando, and I will con- I will put out a message either on this uh, YouTube channel or on my uh, website or something. Let's try and have a meetup. Let's look, meet up with other Estonians. All of those... It's, it's amazing to me, this country of 1.3 million people, that any of you have ever discovered JohnTheBond.com. It's incredible to me. If there's several of you, let's get together. I think it would be epic. And uh, don't tell me there's not enough time in the day because in the middle of summer, it's daytime for 22 hours a day. That's plenty of time. We can get together, have a couple of froffies, and talk about Hando and his flat earth platform running for parliament. We can do that. Yeah, yeah, boy. EYE says, that ultrasound episode is one that I share often. You saved my future baby, John. Thank you. Wow, that is full on. That is heavy. Uh, If that is true, that you are going to have a child one day and that you avoid ultrasound, even if it's in part, thanks to the material that I've released over the last few years, then that is wonderful. uh, Thank you for suggesting as much. That's, uh, that's pretty full on. And that's one of the, what you might call the fringe benefits of doing what I do, is that sometimes people send me those kinds of messages to say that they or their children have benefited from finding out about the research that I've put out there, which it's, it's pretty full on, man, when you think about it. Like when you take a step back from all of this, you take a step back from like John the Bond, JohnTheBond.com, all the research that I've done, take a step back from all of that. The idea... There's something that I've done may have helped a baby to avoid getting radiated in the womb or to avoid getting mutilated if it's a boy. I mean, this mutilation stuff really is sick, guys. You know this. No offense to those of you who were, who were victims of the mutilation. And some of you were, and that's a very sad thing. But your, your sons don't have to be, and their sons don't have to be. And, and there are babies being mutilated right now as we speak. So the idea that anything that I say might have this positive effect of helping a a future human to avoid being radiated or injected or mutilated is uh, it's pretty full on it's pretty cool so thank you i for uh, for saying as much i appreciate that dyyz nataz says do you think the crucifix could serve as a subconscious reminder of the punishment in store for those who dare to tell the truth in defiance of the empire holy shit that's an excellent question let me read that again DYYZ Nataz, which is, I think, um, a play on words, D's nuts, says, do you think the crucifix could serve as a subconscious reminder of the punishment in store for those who dare to tell the truth in defiance of the empire? In other words, what I think they're suggesting is, you know how you see these crosses everywhere on mountains, 
people wearing them on their necklaces, putting them up on their walls in their houses, of course, churches as well. What I think they're suggesting is, might this be either by design or by happenstance, either way, a method of reinforcing in people's minds, whether they're conscious of it or not, the idea that if you do speak the truth, if you walk around with long hair and a beard and just tell people the truth about stuff, you're going to end up crucified, either literally or figuratively. You know what? I don't think I'd have thought of it that way before. I don't think I've heard someone put it that way before. But it makes sense. Yeah, like, if you've been told the story that there was this guy 2,000 years ago, and you know what he did? He went around telling people the truth and trying to help them with some basic advice on leading a better life in a way that perhaps the cosmos, or in that case, God might smile upon more brightly. And uh, for a long while there, people supported him, but eventually people backstabbed him and ended up uh, dying a pretty horrible death. If people have been told that story, and then they see the symbol that represents it on a regular basis, is it possible that this is having some kind of effect to, uh, to stop people from even wanting to speak the truth, from suffering the consequences of speaking the truth? That's a very interesting question. Dears Nataz, send me an email, johnlebond123 at gmail.com. Mention that you're who you are, this uh, username that you've got, and mention this stream. And I want to I organize for you a one-month membership to johnlebond.com on the house. On the house, one-month membership to johnlebond.com. That gets you access to the website, all the archives, the private Discord, and if you want to join the member calls, any member calls that we have during the month that you're on, on the house for free. That's a terrific question. Thank you very much. Dees Nataz, johnlebond123 at gmail.com. Okay, next response. D vr 6 Yes, but ultrasound can also find blood clots. Okay, great. In an adult, do whatever you want. But why is a baby in the womb getting so-called ultrasound? It's not ultrasound, it's radiation. Let's get that clear. It's freaking radiation. They call it non-ionizing radiation. Guess what? Your microwave is non-ionizing radiation. But you wouldn't put your baby in a freaking microwave, would you? No, you wouldn't. So why would you radiate them when they're in the womb? Oh, because uh, if there's a problem with the... Yeah, what? Well, if there's a problem with the baby, then they can treat it. How? Well, they, they have ways like if they know it's got this problem then they can intervene yeah okay have you ever looked for the scientific studies that compare babies who've been diagnosed and left alone versus babies who were diagnosed in the womb and then operated on while they were still in the womb to see what the outcomes were for them no you haven't be honest with yourself no you haven't and if you went looking for that evidence guess what you'd find there is no benefit for the babies overall from the so-called ultrasound none zero and then you compare that to the potential downsides such as there was a study some years ago which found that the babies were coming out smaller and not the smaller babies were getting more ultrasounds, no. All other variables being controlled for, the babies who were given more ultrasounds came out smaller than the babies who were given just one ultrasound. And unfortunately, that study was no control group with zero ultrasounds. The two groups were one ultrasound versus multiple. The multiple ultrasound babies came out smaller, only a little bit smaller, but enough to be statistically significant. And any amount should make you question how that could possibly be. And then think about this. Okay, they're coming out a couple grams smaller or something like this, right? Just a, a fraction a bit smaller. They did a follow-up study. The boys in that particular group, when they were a few years older, they were still a bit smaller than the other boys. Just a little bit, but enough. 
Now, what do you think your brain is? Like, you, know, you do understand your brain is inside your body, right? So if the ultrasound can retard the growth of the babies, and these studies reveal that it does do that, what do you think it's doing to the brain? And these studies were done back when ultrasounds were much weaker than they are today. Now they've got these 4D ultrasounds. Back when those studies were done, that was back when the ultrasounds were like 1 one-hundredth, maybe 1 one-thousandth as powerful in terms of their output compared to what they're being used now. So, and there are no recent studies on this stuff. For some reason, this doesn't get studied anymore. Why do you think that might be? Yeah? So if you want to go ahead and ultrasound your baby, you radiate your baby in the womb, go for it. It's your business. That's not my business. You think I, I've got 30 or 40 years left in this world, guys. You can all radiate your babies, mutilate them as much as you want. Really, ultimately, I can't stop you. That's the way the world works. So radiate your babies to your heart's content. Go for it. Don't blame me. Don't blame me, folks. All righty. So we are coming towards the end of this presentation. Oh, I just got a message. Let me have a look at this one. Just bear with me here, folks. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Where was I? Oh, yes. Thinks he's a penguin says, truth is non-essential business. He puts that in inverted commas. Zintrax says, classic clip. Zintrax is in the house. Zintrax. This is a channel you want to check out, folks. I've promoted it before. I will promote it once again. Go and take a look at this. I want to post this in the live stream chat. Guys, do yourselves a favor, if you can, and go and check out this guy's channel. Let me post this in the live stream chat. He's got about 5,000 subscribers. He deserves 10 times more. Let me play for you just one of his videos. Let's go and see. Ooh, get in the pod. This is a good one. Just a two-minute clip. I'll be back on the other side of this to read some more of your comments and wrap this one up. This is, of course, John the Bond coming to you from beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria. Yeah, yeah, boy. And we're about to listen to a Zintrax video, just two minutes long. It's called Get in the Pod. How much space do you need to live comfortably? 2,000 square feet is the norm across much of America. But how about 200 square feet? Pod living is the way to go, Christy. Yeah, that's right. Peter Berkowitz says he's subletting, but it's not a typical unit. He turned a space in the living room into a personal pod. Pod living communities. But if it's really tiny and livable, that's something special. So an entire trend started. Ashley Marco is slumbering away, but she's not in her private bedroom. She's renting a pod with a whole bunch of strangers. What we're trying to do is housing in the cloud, like mobile housing, but not mobile housing like RVs. Mobile housing is you can have a home anywhere. There's no privacy allowed. I see you, you see me. He says sleeping in a bunk with no privacy is no problem. Hey guys, welcome to my pod. Check out this hallway of two-storied pods. Each pod was marked with a number. Storage spaces are tucked under floors. Large windows create the illusion of space. The countertops fold out, the steps double as a sofa. The bathtub is part of the living room. Because bunk beds are for kids, pods are for adults, coexist without privacy in these redesigned bunk beds that we called pods. It was a 1,200 square foot space, and I had this idea of putting 10 what we call pedestrians into the space. Take this house, crammed into a space the size of one parking spot. The width between the walls, just inches. Anything that you do here, you're on display. You have one, two, three, four, five, six eyeballs on you, and that's how the community polices itself. Um, you know, if you snore, that's a problem. We call them dinosaurs or dinosaurs. If you're a dinosaur, you're extinct from the community. That was some bad news, guys. Dinosaurs are, in fact, not a hoax. I stayed at a hostel in London last year. Big mistake. 
I'm never doing that again. It was for one night, right? I went to London. I flew there from Bulgaria, and then the plan was to get a bus from there to Birmingham to go and hang out with TNG. And, uh, and so I thought, I haven't been to London for 10 years. I'll spend a couple of days in London. And uh, London's very expensive, and as you guys know, I've got not very much money. And so against my better judgment, I decided to go to a hostel. I was like, it's just, just for a night or two, it's not a big deal. And my goodness gracious me. Uh, I'm not, it's, I said to myself, actually, I remember in the morning, I got no sleep. And then the sun's coming up. And I said to myself, we are never doing this ever again. And like I said it to myself in a way that I was giving myself no room for argument. I'm like, no, we're never doing this again, right? And I was like, yeah, we're never doing this again. I'm like, we're never doing this again. I'm like, we're never doing this again. Period. Never again. It wasn't just a snoring. One of the idiots there kept sniffing, refused to blow his nose. What a fuckwit. And then two of them, there was only four of us in the room, mind you. Two of them set their alarms in the morning because they had jobs. A lot of people stay, especially in places like London, people will live in a hostel when they first get to the city, when they first have a job, and after a few weeks when they've saved up some money, then they'll go and live in a, a shared accommodation or whatever. But a lot of people will have jobs but still live in a hostel for the first little while. Fair enough. Two of the, of the three other people in my, room, in my hostel room, this was last year, folks, two of the other three had set alarms in the morning to get up to go to work. Okay, that's a bit messed up because you're going to wake up me. But it's a hostel, the alarm goes off. I, I don't like it, but... I can handle it. Here's what I can't handle. These pieces of shit, absolute pieces of shit people. The first one presses snooze on his phone. The second dude's alarm goes off. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. He presses snooze, but I don't realize that until the first guy's alarm starts going off again 10 minutes later. And I'm like, did that fucking piece of shit just, did he press and now the alarm's gone off again? And while this is going through my head, then the other guy's alarm goes off. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. So I actually, I said to myself, dude, don't say anything. It's not worth it. I'm like, no, I'm saying something. Then when the first guy's alarm went off for a third time, I was like, guys, what's going on here? I can't remember my exact words, but I made it very clear that this was to stop. And fortunately, it did stop, but it shouldn't have come to that. And I promised myself, I'm never staying in a hostel again. That's what I promised myself. I'm never doing that to myself again. I would rather... I would. Ra- I don't have a credit card, guys. But I would rather get a credit card and stay at a $200 a night hotel... <coughs> pardon me, that I can't afford. I don't have a credit card. I don't use a credit card. But going forward, if I have no other options, I will put myself into debt to stay somewhere half decent than stay with these people these cockroaches cockroaches my friends that's what these people are if and i will say this to any of you to your faces if you're the kind of person that would stay in a hotel in, a, in, a, in anywhere stay anywhere in a hostel and then put an alarm on in the morning which is dicey dicey but okay and then press snooze so that anyone who's staying with you who might get back to sleep has to wake up again you're a cockroach you're a, you're a cockroach and these cockroaches are lucky that I had my wits about me and I was like, dude, just calm down. Just keep it cool. Because every one of those three pieces of shit deserved a lot worse than they got. Well, let's just put it that way. Where was I? Oh, yes, this uh, clip from Nintrax. It also kind of reminds me of like adult summer camp. 
we very comfortably go upstairs to our pod and you know we come into our pod uh, with like a balcony view you get your own pod but you share now guys imagine if instead of dedicating the last nine years of my life to research and content creation speaking my truth to the world imagine if i just got a job selling health insurance or as a code monkey fixing up the code of the people who messed it up who were getting paid a lot lower wage in, uh, in India or whatever, I could afford to stay in hotels no problems. I would never have set foot in that hostel. It's only because I've got no freaking money because I've dedicated my life to this that I ended up in that hostel. And that's one of the reasons why I think those of you who do dedicate half of your life to jobs, you're doing it the smart way. You won't have to put up with these cockroaches. You might not even believe my story. You might be like, JLB, it can't have been that bad. I think, no, you wouldn't know if you've been staying in nice hotels, you wouldn't know. But those of us who have no money, who stay in hostels, or at least I used to, never again, I'm telling you, cockroaches. And it didn't used to, back when I was a young fella, like in my early 20s, when I was staying in hostels, traveling, it wasn't this bad, it wasn't like that. I think people have gotten worse. You can come back and say, oh, JLB is just a small sample size. Okay, it is just a small sample size. Maybe I'm judging too many people from too small a sample size. But I'm telling you right now, I'm not doing that again. And I'm telling you, the people out there, guys, they're shit people. There's lots of shit people out there. These guys in particular. Now, if you come back to me and you say, well, JLB, what uh, ethnicity were these people? I'm not getting into that. I'm not getting into it. <laughs> I'm tempted to do the, the Kanye West thing. I'm not going to say what ethnicity they were. You know I can't say that. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. No, you can already work it out. Everything else, you can put your suitcase underneath your pod. Everybody writes their name on their pods. And again, to make small spaces even smaller. Pod, what do you call Pedestrian. Pedestrian. Are you a pedestrian? Yeah, I don't think you want to prevent innovation. You literally write your name here. You're actually a community with names. And everyone gets a pedestrian numbers. You get one plate, one fork, one knife, and one... Sorry, tracks, brother. I've seen enough of this. This is goodness gracious me. Guys, if you ever find out that I'm living as a pedestrian, you know I really fucked up with my life. Yeah, you know I fucked up real bad. Part of my language. Let's go back to the live stream chat. Yeah, yeah, boy. Coming towards the end of this here presentation. Let's have a look. What else have we got here? Thing sees a penguin 101 says, I do have massive respect for people like you, JLB. I personally appreciate your efforts and I'd say it's done a lot of good for my mental state. It's a public service, in my opinion. Well, thank you for the kind words. If you ever feel like you want to, in any way, pass on your thanks in a tangible way, you can go to johnlebond.com. There is a support page. I know that the membership is very expensive for some people. They can't afford it. It's about, I think, $200 US for a year. It works out to be a cup of coffee a week. For some people, that's too much, I understand. But there is a support page, folks. If anything I've done has helped you in any way, and you feel like you want to use some of the money that you've made going to work, you want to spend some of it, share some of it with people who are doing what I do, very easy, johnthebond.com, go to the support page, and there is a Bitcoin address, there's a PayPal email address, there's a direct link to click, there's a Bitcoin QR code. Bitcoin and PayPal are the best ways. What you could do, instead of sending me 5 or $10 as a little thank you, you could just join johnthebond.com and the kind of conversation that I've had just now with the live stream chat and the ideas I've presented, you can be part of on our private Discord server. There's me and people from all around the world. We have these kinds of conversations in text chat and in voice chat. And we've had so far 98 
member Discord calls and all kinds of t- all. So we started off with Skype actually. The first thirty was Skype. Then we went to Discord. So we've had almost a hundred member Skype calls and member Discord calls covering a whole heap of topics, including topics not so dissimilar to the one that we've looked at today. That's if you really do appreciate what I'm doing. On the other hand, if you just say you appreciate it, but you don't really appreciate it, then don't send me any money. Don't. Keep that money for yourself. You need to spend it on alcohol, drugs, hookers, tattoos, Disney, Netflix, you name it. That's what's important. What do you really value in this world? That's what's important. And money talks, bullshit walks. That's what we always say. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, boy. Back to the comments. Alrighty. Okay, a lot of people leaving comments now. I can't read all of them because we've already gone way over time here. Already gone way over time. Uh, I'll try and read a couple more comments. Um, I'm sorry, guys, I'm sorry. There's too many people now. Media Bear is in the house. Media Bear. I'm a patron of his. Guys, I put my money where my mouth is. I think I'm spending 60 bucks a month on the people I support on Patreon. Media Bear is one of them. Media Bear, of course, being the guy who uh, put together that. In fact, we might go out with a Media Bear track. That's a great idea. We'll do that. Yes, I'm a supporter of many different people on Patreon, and Media Bear is one of them, and I appreciate the work that he's doing, which is why I send through money, folks. For me, this is a very simple process. Very straightforward. Twitwit is in the house, but I don't really understand what their comment is meant to mean. Ultimate TV 9000 says, if you show people how fast a brick falls, then show how fast the towers fall, this will change their mind. No, it won't. Ultimate TV 9000, you have never changed anyone's mind in your entire life when it comes to 9-11. And if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Better yet, let's go to your channel. Maybe you are telling the world your opinions because you really believe in them. Let's find out. Let's go to your channel. Okay, this person does appear to have videos, so that's good. That's a good start. Let's see. Okay, well, they've got, they have got videos to their credit. Mm. They seem like clips from other people. That's still better than nothing. Uh, oh, Flat Elvis. They've got a, This person has a video of, of Patricia Steer. Let's have a look at this. Patricia Steer from Flat Earth and Other Hot Potatoes. I want to copyright strike for playing the sonar. What's the point of this video? It's just all different photos of Patricia Steer. Now, if you come to me and you say, JLB, what do you think about Antonio Subarets, um, who sadly is reportedly uh, passed away now? What do you think about him claiming that Patricia Steer was in fact a man? And I say to you, I don't know what to make about that, guys. I'll be honest, I thought she was cute at first. I thought she was a yummy mummy. Not that she's a mummy, but I thought she was pretty yummy at first. And all this transvestigation stuff started, and I was like, God damn it, have I been fooled? <laughs> God damn it. I, I hope not. I hope she's not. I don't know. But what the hell is the point of this video? Ultimate TV 9000. I mean, come on, that's that's cute. Isn't it? That's That's relatively cute. Okay, no offense, Ultimate TV 9000, but I really don't even understand what the point of this video is. Not a criticism of you. But this guy does have a lot of videos 
He's got one of um, Eddie Bravo. Eddie Bravo, one of the very few men in this world who I respect. Very few men I respect. Eddie Bravo is a guy who does speak his truth, as a matter of fact. He does. He's one of the few men I respect. He will go on Joe Rogan and go on his own podcast. He'll say that North Korea, he thinks it's a hoax. Those are my words, not his. He'll say he questions nuclear bombs. He'll question dinosaurs. He, he's a genuine dude. And then some people will come and tell me, oh, no, he's, he's part of the system. They're all in on it. And I'm like, I thought we had this conversation. People like you don't belong on my channel. I don't want these simple people on my channel. Experiments to prove that the earth is spinning, all of them failed. Look into it. Look into it. Look into it, man. But Eddie, I have that. I went full flat earth on him. They faked six. I don't agree with him about flat earth, by the way. But just because I don't agree with someone doesn't change that I respect they're speaking their truth. Eddie Bravo does. He was also one of the first men to beat a Gracie in jiu-jitsu. Might have been the very first, actually, non-Brazilian to beat a, a Gracie in jiu-jitsu. An amazing effort back in the day. And for those who don't know what that means, that'd be like a non-American coming to America and beating Tom Brady at his peak in a quarterback competition. I know that's not how football works, but just trying to give you something you can understand. Imagine going... And he did it. I'm pretty sure he was in Brazil for that fight too. Can't remember. But yeah, he beat a Gracie in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. This is like... Got to be at least... At least 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago. Freaking amazing. And now he's opened up his whole own chain of uh, jiu-jitsu gyms all over the world called 10th Planet Fitness. He's a successful businessman. He was a successful athlete. And to this day, he still speaks his truth. This guy, I respect. Eddie Bravo. But uh, Ultimate TV 9000, I don't really get your uh, your shtick, I have to say. Anyway, let's have a look. Calcified in a boulder says, Hey, John the Bond, have you heard spoken about phantom time hypothesis before? No, I don't know what this is. I can tell you that ancient history is in fact a hoax. There is no ancient Rome, ancient Greece. There never was a library, of, a burning library of Alexandria. And I've got articles that took days and days and days to research and write about all of this at johnthebond.com. It's all there. Join johnthebond.com. In fact, some of those articles I think are available publicly. Go to johnthebond.com and type in Library of Alexandria. See what comes up. I think at least the first article, the first part of the article is free on the Library of Alexandria. Or how about spend a couple of hundred bucks and get access free to johnthebond.com. It's all covered. Material you will not find anywhere else. No one else is doing this. And especially no one else is going on camera saying this. The life I lead is unique. There's nothing like this at all. And guess what? I go and visit the members of my website in their countries. England, Estonia, Germany, France. Some of them come to visit me here in Plovdiv. They come and stay in my spare room. This is real. You see, a lot of the act realm, it's all fake. It's all pretense. It's not legitimate. The persona people have on the internet, it's not their real life. This is an escape for them. It's escapism. Whereas me, no, this is my life. Come to Plovdiv. Hang out. You'll see. This is not a joke to me. This is a real deal. And there's nobody doing what I'm doing, folks. There's nobody doing what I'm doing. And there's a good reason for that. Why would you do what I'm doing? What's the benefit? You're not going to make much money, are you? And let's be honest, that's the most important thing. That's what you're here for, isn't it? To make the money, to buy the food and the drugs. That's what you're here for, be honest. The food and the drugs, folks, and the clothes. That's what you're really here for, isn't it? And you know it deep down. <laughs> Shamona, oh yeah. I was about to do my full he he and then I realized it's one o'clock in the morning. Best not do that. Guys, so many people leaving comments. I would love to read all of your comments, but I don't have time. Big thanks to all of you who did leave comments. We've had about, a about 40 people watching live throughout the stream. I want to say a massive thanks to all the people at johnthebond.com who support what I'm doing 
It's about it was about a hundred. It's just dropped below that at the moment. But let, for the sake of argument, let's round up for the nearest hundred. About a hundred people from around the world support what I do, and without them, I might not be doing this right now. I might be in bed because I need to get some sleep to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning. Wakey, wakey, because Wager needs to go to KG to make that money to buy those drugs to forget about his life and do it all over again on the Monday. Work, work, work. Numb yourself with alcohol and drugs, and then on Monday go and do it all over again. But it's all worth it, because when you're 65, you'll own a house, right? Yeah, okay. So thank you to all the super agents at JohnLeBond.com and all the full members. The latest member is Why Am I Amazed? Quite a mouthful, that username. All these people who support what I do, Thank you very much. These people go and earn their money at regular jobs, and they spend some of it. They give some of it to JohnLeBond.com because they know the value of what I'm doing, and I appreciate that. Thank you very much to all of you. You know who you are. Now, we're going to go out. Why don't we go out with some media bear? They guided us with PSYOPs. Oh, actually, one more thing I was meant to mention, by the way. Uh, If you have not really heard of me before and you know what I'm all about, these are the topics I talk about. This is what we call the hoax hierarchy. This is the patented JohnLeBond.com hoax hierarchy. You've got the baby hoaxes at the bottom, like the planes appearances and the mass shootings. You've got the toddler hoaxes, such as the Apollo missions. You've got the kitty hoaxes, like the planes on 9-11. You've got the teeny hoaxes, dinosaurs, atoms are a hoax, by the way, evolution theory, heliocentrism, the whole lot, all, all a hoax. But you've also got the daddy hoaxes. What are they? What are the daddy hoaxes? Go to JohnLeBond.com and find out for yourself. All right, now it's got a media bear. He's got a few songs that I like more than others. He's got that, um, oh, that uh, Paint It Black one. That's one of my favorites. I'll see if I can find that. Also, I've got a bomb. Guys, if you want some more free com- uh, free material, why don't you go to bombversations.com? Go to bombversations.com, and all of my bombversations are available there right now, publicly. You can go and check them out. And if you go there and type in media bear, this is bombversations.com, folks. Episode 11 from May of 2021. Look, it's available publicly right now. Go and check out Media Bear, Bombversations. That's free. In fact, I'm going to put a link to that in the live stream chat. There you go. Go and check it out. My chat with Media Bear. And now let's go and find my one of my favorite songs. Let's have a look. Mm-hmm. Painted Vax. That's the one. Thank you very much. Guys, we're going to go out with Painted Vax from Media Bear, somebody who I support. I send my money to this guy every month. Well, not just him. It's his wife and his friend, three of them are a team. I send them just a few dollars every month because I support what they do. And thanks to all of you who support the people you think are doing good work, whether that's me, whether that's Tim Osmond, Fakeologist, whoever you think is doing good work, kudos to you. Thanks to the people who have their comments on Conspiracy No Poll. Go and check it out. That's Reddit, Conspiracy No Poll. All the links in the show notes below. Thank you, everybody. I'm John LeBond coming to you from beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria on September 13 slash 14, 2023. And now it's time to paint it vax. Chances are you've seen it. Those drivers on the road, apparently alone in a car, wearing a mask. I see your face and I just wanted to be masked. No breathing anymore unless it's Walking by with eyes and lips and nose I must stay six feet back until the Rona goes I see a line of cars with people wearing masks New normal
Wear a mask in your car. 